Attention, ship. people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the Internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Ebert. Calmly talking into the ra- into the microphone, hoping that everyone can hear him, unaware that he is not. Oh, hello! Eat a bag of dicks, Christmas. <laughs> I hope I made hey, my feelings about this time of the year very succinct. <laughs> It and could my be depression worse. thanks you. <laughs> Things could be worse, Adam. I said my depression thanks you. Look, I, all right, I'm sorry. I, yeah. Look at it's, the bright side, right. though. You, I, you're not under like 17 investigations. <laughs> that is true. I guess. <laughs> but still, Christmas can eat a bag of dicks. Yes. Yes, lovely. Uh, this is uh, whatever the show is for Saturday, <laughs> for Saturday, Mike December Jack Radio. For Saturday, your December host time. Adam Hebert. Yes, go. I'm sorry. Please continue. Your host Adam Hebert is very depressed. <laughs> you know, it might help a caffeine pill. <laughs> I. I uh, I thought you said you were going to throw the bottle away, Michelle. No, no, I don't touch his drugs. I didn't eat a caffeine pill. <laughs> I, I'm just pushing your buttons. I'm as calm as everybody else. Hey, it's right. 52 degrees here and my windows are open. I'm happy. <sighs> it's that warm? Let me see here. Uh, <laughs> we- we- weather in... Uh, forty-five degrees, forty-six. Can't make up its. It can't make up its mind. No weather.com. I will not turn off my ad blocker. You pesky bastards. <laughs> you gotta make their money somehow. Cha-ching, baby. All right. Um. Anyway, joining me as always. Uh, the city of uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Lagan. Good evening, sir. Yo, hey, what's up? 
Oh, nothing much. God, just compared my to you, just I my do blood. sound like I'm on caffeine. Just my <laughs> blood pressure. Just my blood pressure. <laughs> I, I, I I pop the little bulb they squeeze to to you know blow it up. That's never good. No, it's not. Anyway, it's also like... joining us. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Also joining us on a Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Mother of Cats, etc., etc., Michelle Legon. That is me, and I am still alive, mostly. Fair enough. Oh, uh, so, what are we going to talk about, huh? It's not like they don't have any news, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! <sighs> you, you, you What's sound... first on the agenda? Well, we gotta talk about the uh, <sighs> what, what what's it called the uh, elephant in the room. Um, so the economy. No, the other elephant Math. in the room. Math is retiring. Our personal elephant in the room. Oh, personal. Oh, all right. Um, I can I can do this. I can do this. Personal you don't need to elephant. guess. I'm gonna tell. I'm. Wait, you don't know yet. Oh, you're talking about your Christmas shopping? No. You're you're sick again? No, I couldn't get that lucky. Okay. All right, all right, I, I all right. You can stop guessing. I honestly thought you put it together. The government uh, shut down. That is later. Um, so, John was supposed to have this weekend off uh, for uh, Christmas purposes. Sure. Um, I don't know what else to say other than he's not coming back. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, he has decided... His time here has ended. Okay. And um, we'll discuss it more later when Kenny comes on. But, um, you know, I can't hold a gun to his ribs and make him stay. As, as tempting as that sounds, that's kidnapping. You don't, okay, you, you don't want someone that doesn't want to be here to be here. Sad to say, I mean, if he's burned out and if he's run his course, let him go. Wish him well. Thanks for the contribution. I mean, hey, I mean. Which is what I did. Fair enough. I mean, I feel for you, but, I mean, you still have Michelle and I. <laughs> yeah. I'm just pushing your button, Adam. I'm trying to find the, the, the bright side of this. I mean, I know... I know it hurts. You know, you've been... How long have you had him for? Four I, years or... Uh, this would have been seven. Wow. As co-host. It's a good run. I you know, I, I wish... I, I, you know, I wish he'd have parted and, you know, just like, you know, made a, a goodbye appearance, if you will. But, you know... I asked me. him if he would. He's like, I don't want it to be about... to be drama. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> John doesn't want it to be about drama. This is John we're talking about. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> um. 
so yeah, we'll talk more about that later, of course. Uh, Kenny Pick will be in at the bottom of the second hour, as usual. And nine minutes in the show, and I've given up on life. Oh, hey, now. Let's focus on the miserableness of the POTUS. That oh, should yes. cheer you up. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, so... You want to take a knee for a moment? Just let me rant. Well, hold As on. If I had eaten caffeine, just some saying. So, nope. uh, how how many? I think this is how. Uh, I I got a special guest to tell us just how many Republican shutdowns this is. Count von Count from uh, Sesame Street. How many uh, Republican shutdowns is this? Three, three Republican shutdowns. Ah ah ah. Right. They they run everything they touch into the ground. Now, this doesn't directly affect you. I'm sure it indirectly affects you, but I, I'm I don't think it directly affects you. As in, you're not don't have to not go to work. Oh, I wish that were true. But a lot of your customers are people that aren't being federally paid, so I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, as far as I know, the military gets paid no, ma- no matter what. Really? I could okay. be mistaken, but... Uh... I think it's more like federal employees that are outside the military, like, you know, uh, office workers and things like that that get screwed right. over. The uh, people that can really use the paycheck. ignorant guy that, that needs enlightening. And the, the the service armed service people need the paychecks too, but you know it's the people outside the armed services that get shafted. So. Well. Yeah. I don't. I have to go to work as well. I go to work. I work Monday. Wow. And wow. then Wednesday, and then, you know. Do you have mo- do you have off Monday and Tuesday? No, I I but I get holiday pay. I get double time. Oh, I would if I was called in. Absolutely. But because you're scheduled, womp womp. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, a Christmas Eve is not a holiday for my company. <clears throat> Anywho, I have yeah. off Christmas Day. I have off Tuesday. I would hope so. Yeah, All going right. to work on that day. Ugh. Actually, I don't mind it. It's cold for Florida. That's nice. You don't have sun to deal with. It's there's nobody out there. The roads are empty, and you're getting paid double time. So, cha-ching. Cha-ching. <laughs> okay. So let's talk. Okay, so I—I I mean, what happened this week proves beyond any shadow of a doubt that Republicans just are incapable of governing. And this is what happens when your foundation, when the foundation of your governmental philosophy is government bad. Well, let's consider. Who they're governing for, the people that elect them, which is your rich people and your racists. So in that respect, things are going great. Although the rich might not be so happy the way the economy is going. 
So, yeah. Yeah, no, they can't govern, but yeah, you know, they're standing up for that wall. And you know what? It was pointed out they could have had it. Trump and the Republicans could have had the wall. And all they had to do was say yes to DACA. That's all they had to do. The, the Democrats said, you want the wall? We want DACA. Deal. And they said, nope. We are not negotiating. We are not compromising. Because compromise is a four-letter word to those shits. They aren't willing to give up a DACA thing. Because they're basically so unhappy about children that were brought here against their will. And that no, uh, no other country... Oh, let me rephrase that. <clears throat> the children grew up not knowing any other country as their home. They are, for all intents and purposes, Americans. Growing up speaking American, speaking, you know, our, having our culture. Hell, a lot of them are adults having jobs that are taxpayers. And the Republicans and their racist base can't stand the thought that they are sharing this American pie with them. Oh, well, yeah. Because, one, they see it as a zero-sum game. They see it as, if they're prosperous, that means it's because we're not. And that's not how the economy works. A rising tide lift, lifts all boats. Uh, second of all, again, the wall is because Trump's supporters are a bunch of dumb fucks who need a physical... <laughs> a, a physical rem a reminder... That, oh my God, we're, you know, that they're oppressing brown people because there are more efficient and effective ways to get to do border security. The wall is worthless. And here's the thing. I get what you're saying, Miles. He could have had the wall. I say this. Maybe we should just give him the wall. We're going to knock it down in three years anyway. You know, I, I mean, he gets the wall. He gets his little mon It's a monument to Trump's ego. That's all it is. I know. Absolutely. I just I, I just don't see it as them being duped and stupid. Yes, there are some voters that did vote that way for that very reason. But their base is absolutely about hatred, vitriol, I, racism. Can, being stupid and being hateful aren't mutually exclusive. Well, I get that. But they're, my, my, opinion, my opinion on the matter is they knew exactly what they were doing. Yes, they're stupid. But I don't. I don't think that they're ignorant. I don't think you know. There's a lot of them that knew what they were doing when they filled in that line on their voting uh, ballot. Oh yeah, they were like, okay then. That okay, ain't, we're agreed that on that. Ain't a woman, and he's as racist and stupid as I am. I mean, that's how Republicans vote. That's how they look at the they look at the ballot. They say, okay, okay, that name sounds white enough. Click. So, yeah, I'm not that. Uh, so here we are with Trump flailing around trying to. Oh, let's talk about the pullout. Can we talk about the military pullout of uh, Syria? Oh, I think and, I, as far as I know, he also did uh, Afghanistan. You know, I, I only Half of wish it. I only wish time time travel exists so we can go back and convince Fred Trump to pull out. <laughs> so. Here we are, right? The news comes down the pike that Trump has decided we're out of Syria, right? And the newspapers and the reporters, they go rushing to the Pentagon like, 
tell us, tell us what what's happening. When did they? When did you have this conference? When did they? And they're all like, what? Huh? <laughs> the Pentagon had no freaking clue. The Defense Department had no clue. It's just Trump just going, boop, we're out of Syria. So, now, do we believe Trump? Do we believe that he is like, you know what? We defeated ISIS. We're going to declare victory, and we are leaving. That's my reasoning for that. Or, here's another option. Do we believe that Putin, who was a former intelligence officer of uh, the KGB, and who I do not believe is an idiot, can see the tea leaves, can see the writing on the wall, that Trump's not, doesn't look good. It looks really bad. And eventually someone in the Justice Department might just pull the trigger and go, you know what, let's test that. You can't indict Trump. Uh, memo written by the uh, Justice Department in 1973. <clears throat> so Putin knows, it, it predicts, he, he, this is a prediction by Putin that Trump is, days are numbered. And he somehow, some way, gets a little message to Donnie, the little Donnie, and says, hey, pull out of Syria. And Trump being the uh, you know the guy that you know when Putin says jump he goes how high says yes sir and boop he pulls the trigger he goes that's it we are out of Syria the one last gift for Putin although there may be others who knows Putin Putin could be just saying do this do that do the already pulling out of it it's total total chaos but so those are those are my two options and I'm leaning more towards the Putin one. Do you, do you think Trump just decided that he he uh, likes the defeat of ISIS and wanted to pull out now, or do you think it's more Putin-related? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I find it hard to believe that Putin has, an ins has a channel inside the White House to Trump that's not monitored by the CAA. I, I, I really find it hard to believe. I think Trump's just an idiot. If I I'm not mistaken, isn't Trump currently down in Mar-a-Lago? No, 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 no. You didn't see the picture? No, I didn't. He, oh, has this, up there? he has this bill on his desk. He says, I'm signing all these bills. It was a blank piece of paper. Okay. A plainly blank piece of paper. Now, so you think there's no way that there can be any way for Trump, for Putin to get a message to Trump unmonitored? I find it hard to believe. I mean, do you honestly think the CIA is going to let that shit go down? You got to know there's a problem before you can address it. And you don't think the CIA doesn't know there's a problem? I mean, come well, I'm on. sure, but it, uh, you, so you're leaning towards Trump just woke up one morning, said, hey, we defeated ISIS. We need to be out of Syria. No, you, you I see think no Trump Russian is an imbecile. You see, you, what I'm asking you is you see no Russian influence in this. We agree that Trump's an idiot. That's a given. He's a weak, spineless, won't stand up to anybody idiot. Has other people do his shit for him. The question is, you see no Russian influence in his actions. I know. I, I Look, I, do I agree that this is in line with Russia's interests? Yes. Is it a coincidence? Probably not. Do I think Putin has a secret line, a, phone, a secret phone line into the White House that says, 
put out the Syria, comrade. No. I, I, I'm telling you, there is no fucking way the CIA would tolerate that, and there's no fucking way Putin could do that without getting on the CIA's radar. I don't see a... I didn't, I didn't say a phone line. There's other ways to communicate. But all right. Your opinion on it is noted. I'm just saying. I think... I, mm, there's... It's, there's it, mm. do, you think, do you think Trump just did this for the... Against all his general's advice, against everybody's. Okay. I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I like I said. I mean, I I find it hard to believe the CIA wouldn't know about this if this were happening. I I just you know come on they're the CIA. I hear you. That said. Uh, this is definitely in line with Russian interests, and Putin himself has said, we're very, we are very happy. They're ecstatic. And of course, and of course Trump is like, oh, Russia, not, not happy with my decision, because, uh, they have to fight ISIS on their own. And Putin, I'm very happy. This is my happy so, face. I'm not did killing you, uh, reporters with polonium right now. That is how happy I am. Did you also hear about the, uh, sanctions that were lifted on that Russian bank? Of course. I mean, that's probably uh, just, you know, once we get his taxes, I think the linchpin to this, once Congress gets his taxes, that's it. Because what they get, Mueller is going to get. So you also consider that a coincidence that Trump just acted on that, on this of timing? Of course not. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm talking about Russian, you know, influence. I'm talking about Russian messaging to Trump and you, you're so you're no, you're I not of the opinion this... that tr that Trump acted on orders. No, I'm of the opinion that Trump acted in self-interest. Okay, I disagree. This is the I, the, the I'm not a big believer in coincidence. Also, I'll just say it. I'll put it that way. There's way the, the actions are way too beneficial for Russia for Trump to just wake up one morning and go. I'm going to do everything they want right now. I, I just, I don't, I, I'm not buying it. Again, you're, you're missing a, a very important piece of the puzzle. That you think there's no way Trump, uh, that no, Russia that can Trump communicate? No, that Trump is a fucking moron. Oh, no, we agree on that. You know, he could have just... We are in agreement there. He could have just bumbled his way into it. I mean, I'm... I, I wouldn't put it past him. The man is an imbecile, and he, you know. Um, this imbecile, does he do things that typically benefit himself? Yes. Excellent. Now explain to me how lifting the sanctions on the bank benefits him. Uh, if he has financial stakes in the bank, which we will find out when we get his taxes. financial stakes in the you think he owns what no i what, think he's my, got money in that bank i don't think he has the money to, i don't think he has two nickels to rub together but okay i think he's in debt up to his eyeballs and i all right here's the thing i just i 
how do you how do you think Putin is getting these super secret messages to Trump and not ending up on the CIA's radar? I'm just saying that is pre- that is a pretty tall order. I'm pretty sure we're on Homeland Security's, you know, security's radar, and we're nothing. So, you have um, he does visit Mar-a-Lago often, and down here in West Palm Beach, there are some pretty ritzy Russian oligarchs that own mansions about the place and are members of his club and go out and visit and this and that. Friends of Putin. And you don't think so, the CIA is monitoring them? I mean, the only what, uh, way... You, you, you think they have a megaphone outside Mar-a-Lago dishing out orders? I'm talking about, hand, you know, little breakfast, little club, you know, whatever, a whisper in the ear. I don't know what, you, you know... Here's the thing, is that this theory ahead. of yours hinges yeah. on something very unlikely. And that is that the entire CIA is incompetent at their job. Mm. He is under investigation for collusion with a hostile yes. foreign power, with a foreign power hostile to the United States of America. And you don't think the CIA is going to monitor any potential contacts with Putin? Are, are we? Are, are we? Uh, do, do you think the CIA had somebody in that room when Trump had that private meeting with Putin? I would not be surprised if they have it bugged. Okay. I could be wrong. I hope you're. I hope you're right. I could be wrong. I, I, All right. I just, so I, I, just, I, 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 I hear what you're hard. saying. Trump's find... an idiot. He's throwing darts at a dartboard and says, "Well, we're gonna drop sanctions. Well, we're pulling out of Syria." I'm leaning more towards the. He's getting directions. I'm leaning more towards his ego wants desperately wants him to be a winner. So he's declaring victory and pulling out. Like I said, yeah, how, well, much, how much better off would the country be if that's what his old man had done with his with his battle axe of a mother? I I, I you, you could rewrite you know, that's fine. I just I'm not a big fan of coincidence. But so there you go. You know, the world would, would you, know, like, would you... Would you feel better if I agreed with you? <laughs> At this point, it's not going to help. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's only one way you can help, and that is to go back, get a time machine, get a get a DeLorean, make it into a time machine, go back in time, and prevent the idea of Christmas from ever happening! The idea of Christmas. You know that was originally a pagan thing, right? You want me to go back and attack pagans? You would do that for me? No, I'm just pointing out what you're asking me to do. I mean, I was going to say something untaste, something extremely distasteful, but I'm not going to. Just like Easter's a pagan thing. I am well aware of the fact that Easter is a pagan thing. How else do you explain rabbits and eggs? I know. Well, Christmas is about trees and lights and wreaths and gift giving, which, yeah. yeah. I blew... I blew my mom and sister's mind when I explained that. About Easter? Yes. About it. About rabbits and eggs are fertility symbols. Like yeah, a rat, you know, because last I checked, rabbits don't lay eggs. Yeah, it's all about fertility. That's very true. It is about fertility. But because the pagans were celebrating and enjoying themselves too much, the 
<laughs> church had to find a way to co-op that holiday <laughs> and go, hey, no what do we have that happened near that date? Oh, I know. <laughs> Let's celebrate the death of somebody. Yeah, thanks a lot, Guido Sardouchebag. Father Guido Sardouchebags. Hey, I like Father Guido Sarducci. I'm pretty sure you're. Yeah, I like that guy. I was joking. Okay. All right, we'll be back with some uh, some audio about you know. We'll talk more. We'll talk about the wall after this. The wall that's not happening. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You got such a gloomy personality. Why don't you just give up and stop pretending to be human? Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Southern Progressive Revival. Just sitting on my porch, listen to Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Join us. We're leaving the light on. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays. Two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Ciao. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow.
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. It's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back for our number... No, wait. Second half of our one here on Mike Check Radio. I almost skipped... Ahead to the future. Uh, anyway, join me as always. Uh, the studio of uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. The Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Legon. That is me. I am here. I made some adjustments to my microphone during the break. Okay. You're still at 15%, so you're good. That hurts my feelings. No, I'm just playing. Anyway, also joining me out of uh, the, 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 that, that place, Port St. Lucie, Florida, <laughs> the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Lagon. Howdy! You Are we having fun yet? For, you clear your throat just for that? Yeah, well, just I didn't want to have a gunked up throat when I talked, you know. Well, that, that, yeah, yeah. I still sound terrible. You sound all right to me. Then again, Michelle's always been better with voices. How does Adam sound, sweetie? Is his voice off? Yeah, there's a little bit to it, but no worse than mine is with my I sinuses mean, the way they are. I hear the sadness, the, the, the unhappiness, you know, all that. But I'm here to perk you up. I will be your human caffeine pill. You're welcome. Oh, dear. Uh, we might try and go see. Uh, now, I, before we get back to talking politics, I have a question. If go me and it. my sister think about going to see Aquaman on Christmas Day, does that make us bad people? Absolutely not. Okay, good. No. I was worried there for a second. The only thing bad about it is you're making those poor people work on Christmas Day because you're going to see a movie. Yeah, but, but they, that's okay. But they would be working no matter what. I'm not adding. I'm not. Uh, you know. Yes, yes, but you are reinforcing the idea that it's good to make people to work on Christmas. But other than that, it would not make you a bad person. Let me put it that way. Anywho, all right, let's, uh, oh my god, my head hurts. Let's talk about the greatest American Zero and his fucking wall. No puppet. No puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's pretty clear you won't admit. No, you're the, the puppet. Ru- I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. Hey, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. <laughs> Whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. I moved in here like a bitch. No politician in history, and I say this I with great surety, has been treated worse. Or more unfairly. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't remember. He's going like, I don't remember. I oh, baby, that's what I said. I'm really not a bad person, by the way. I do get good ratings, you have to admit that. I'm not ranting and raving. I'm just telling you, you know, you're dishonest people. Nuclear Holocaust would be like no other. 
Russia is fake news. Russia, this is fake news put out by the media. She doesn't have the stamina. I said she doesn't have the stamina. Guys, I know we've done some fucked up things before, but I think this takes the fucked up cake. All right. All right. Uh, so let, let's go back in time to a week ago. Did, did you plutonium up the DeLorean like I asked Miles? All set, ready to go. All, All right, you do go. set the date. Let's go back, you know, punching. <laughs> okay, date. All right. So remember this little nugget from the meeting between him, Chuck Schumer, and Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> you know this? You know what I'll say? Yes. If we don't get what we want, that one way or the, the other, one. whether it's through you, well, that, through no, military, that. through anything you want to call, I will shut down the government. Okay, absolutely. Fair and we I am disagree. proud, and I'll we tell disagree. you what, I am proud to shut down the government for border security, Chuck, because the people of this country don't want criminals and people that have lots of problems and drugs pouring into our country. So I will take the mantle. I will be the one to shut it down. I'm not going to blame you for it. The last time you shut it down, it didn't work. I will take the mantle Good. of shutting down. And I'm going to shut it down for border But we security. believe you shouldn't okay. shut it down. All right. So uh, he, he was he was going to sign a clean CR that didn't have money for his stupid wall. And then he just folds like a cheap, cheap suit because Fox and Friends and Ann Coulter made fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, is it, is it, did, did Ann Coulter say she was unfollowing him and then he retaliated by unfollowing her? No, did no, that he, happen? She said, she said his presidency was done because if he gave up on the wall. And so he unfollowed her. Oh, my God! Okay. Now, Ann Coulter has a certain number of people that are, you know, in, in the Republican base that listen to well, her. They're, they're not people. They're more like sentient mold. And then there's the people in the Republican Party that listen to Trump. Sentient so I'm wondering, mold. I'm wondering how much did, did Ann Coulter's Twitter feed take a hit? I don't know. I didn't hear anything about it. Whether or not, you know, if uh, other people followed his lead and went, yep, Ann Coulter's done and... I, I just don't know. I hadn't heard anything about that. Would have been nice if that happened, you know, if she lost like ten thou or whatever. If, you know, let's just say she has a hundred thou, you know, out of the Republican base. Just a guess. I don't know. But that would have been nice. Republican infighting when they start feeding on each other. Oh, there's pointing fingers and it's just oh, this is so priceless. I'm loving this so much. No, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Like I said, he's ready to sign the CR, and then all of a sudden he says, I'm not going to sign anything that doesn't have $5 billion for my wall. All right, your wall is not going to happen. And even nope. if it did, it's going to be knocked down when the Democrats take over in 2021. Now think about this. What if we, what if we sell, you know, like, you know, like strikes against the wall with a sledgehammer, five bucks a pop, huh? You, huh? You wanna you you wanna drive Trump nuts? If all right, let's just say uh, that DACA um thing, you know that we the the Democrats were willing to give him the wall over, like you know you deal a little with us, we'll deal a little with you. Now let's say they put a condition on the wall. 
that that condition being you have to boost American jobs by by building it, meaning American steel. You can't bring in foreign steel to build the wall. And the American steel industry, who loves Trump for the steel tariffs and crap, would benefit. And they would sing his praises up one side and down the other. But, oh, the, the complications that would cause for poor little Trumpy. <laughs> the Republicans would not want that because of the trade. Ah. Oh, what a delicious predicament that he could be put in if that were to happen. But I'm just speculating. Please proceed. Well, yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, I say give him the wall. And then just, uh, you know, like I said, in 2021, we raise funds by saying uh, you pay us $5. You get to take a smack. You get to, sm you know, take a s swing at the wall, Michelle. What do you think of that? Our money problems would be over. Yeah, does not sound feasible, but it's 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 a nice little pipe dream. But imagine how how angry, how orange he would get each time someone swung the sledgehammer at the wall. I'm just thrilled that uh, his his that someone has the gonads and good on them for taking out his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Again and again, it gets defaced. They yeah. suffer. They get prosecuted. They take it. They get fined. But good on them for taking a stand and doing that. You know, I, I don't know that I would convict them if it went to a jury and I had to sit there and watch that. I'd be like, nah, I'm not going to convict them. I'm acquitting. <laughs> but they wouldn't put me on the jury in the first place because I'm very, yeah, I, I would be too biased of a juror. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I mean, I, I would too. So anyway, we have all these right wing idiots. Egging him on like white grievance Barbie, aka Tommy Lauren. Here's uh here's cut one. Senator Schumer holds court. They're not gonna get more than one point three billion, it seems, and maybe a continuing resolution or they'll just fund the government. Uh, the president tried to make a stand, was unable to pull it off. What are the ramifications? Well, of course, the ramifications are going to fall on the American people, on our border agents who are trying to protect our border. Listen, guys, I've spent time at the border, both in Arizona and in San Diego, San Diego, and I can tell you this. There is portions of the wall that have already been built or replaced, and it is... Hold on there, San Diego. I'm not, a, I'm not a geology geography expert. Obviously, I'm not a geography expert because I just said geology. Let me see here. Uh, Google Maps... San Diego. Okay, I was wrong. It is, on, in fact, on the border. It Damn is. It, I, I've I, driven I through that. I've driven through that port. I wanted to make fun of Tommy Lauren. God, well, I will I anyway. So. <clears throat> Not and as hey, much of an idiot as you thought, huh? You know what? I can understand if she did something like that, but that hurts coming from you. What? I've had a rough it. day. And it has been incredibly effective. And as Donald Trump tweeted just yesterday, this wall that the Democrats are so afraid of isn't some giant mass of a concrete wall. It has, it's concrete and right. steel. It has slats in it that can be seen through. And it's going to be effective. It's already being used. It's already being used to replace the landing mat style that, keep in mind, migrant caravanners right. have already smashed through on more than one occasion. So, yes, we need to be funding this wall. It's the best $5 billion this government has ever spent, and I'm urging Donald Trump to hold firm on well, his promise. 
No, you know what would be a better use of $5 billion? Putting Tommy Lauren in a box, chaining it up, and tossing it in the fucking ocean! Anyway, Tommy Lauren, to answer uh, Heather's question in, in, uh, in the chat room, uh, yeah, she's a Republican shill. She's a, uh, an attractive blonde uh, shill that uh, is really there. It's the typical Republican strategy of, um, you know, throw an attractive woman up there, you know, with, <clears throat> if you'll forgive the phrase, boobage, and uh, let her chat the uh, I don't think conservative hate-mongering message. Sorry, what? I don't think she has big breasts. She's as flat as an ironing board. Okay. Okay. Can I'm you agree just that... being. I'm just being honest. All right. I, I what I don't understand is how can Heather not know who Tommy Lauren is? Well, she asked, and so I answered. Tommy good Lauren. On... Good Tommy on Lauren. Heather for not knowing. I'll say that. Well, yeah, she is better off. Darn it, now I've ruined her innocence. Now we can agree. <laughs> You're not supposed to agree with that. that I've Adam, she does, she does tend to make the most of her cleavage. What little is there, I'll grant you. Look, I don't think she's very attractive. I, mean, I think she's, she's pretty. I, I, she's, base, she's gone under the knife more than melanoma Trump. Hey, she she she's pretty, but she's horrible in on the inside, and that sometimes shines through. Actually, she's, all the time it shines through. She's pretty so. because of plastic surgery. Okay, look, it's still the Fox method. Oh, of I I agree. A, I'm a just woman, saying... whether or not you find her attractive, is not the issue. Fair enough. All I'm saying is, I think it would be better use of five billion dollars to toss her ass in a box chain it up and toss her in the ocean. I, I'd rather just lock her away in a pen for whatever the cost it is for that. It worked for Perseus! And uh, I, spend I, the rest of that $5 billion like for uh, homeless veterans or something. Yes, or making sure that our veterans are not on food stamps while they're serving our country. Well, I agree you with know? that, but I mean, here's the thing is that Perseus was locked in a box and tossed in the ocean and he turned out just fine this could be helping Tommy Lauren sure she could drown horribly but maybe she'll be rescued and you know Perseus is also a myth just like walking on water is okay um, <laughs> I'll, I'll just disagree Jeez, the I mythology that. expert not knowing that the story of Perseus is a myth hmm hmm uh... <laughs> I'll just say All I'd right, rather Adam. the $5 billion get spent elsewhere. Go that way. I know it's a myth. Oh, God. Would you rather it's, I say I'd like to see, I'd like to spend $5 billion on wood chippering her? Why don't you just say something that's actually going to make sense, like feeding the homeless, uh, I'll just uh, say getting this. rid of student debt, which you agree with, correct? <coughs> don't oh, oh. You know, try not to be, don't go into hyperbole. Do some, you know, say something constructive like that. I'll, I'll just say this. I think Michelle and I are on the same boat, that we'd rather see the $5 billion spent on something constructive than on petty revenge. But why have one when you can have both? Let's find something Tommy Lauren absolutely hates and spend $5 billion on that. Well, that's better than killing her. And that's it. $5 billion to do it. Tommy Lauren is a Fox shill. She's a shill for the Republicans. Republicans hate to see the little people being helped. There you go. 
food, you know, Damn it, that food and housing. Yeah, food and housing for our veterans. Uh, 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 getting people off of food stamps. Um, getting rid of student debt. The Republicans all hate those ideas. Planned Parenthood. There you go. Planned Parenthood. Yes. I just watched. I'll bet you. Not only is Tommy Lauren on her parents' uh, health insurance, I'll, I will bet you she's been to Planned Parenthood. I will bet dollars to donuts she's been to Planned Parenthood because you know what? If there's anything conservatives are more than mean and hateful, it's cheap. And the last time I looked up Tommy Lauren, she had a her her personal value was at around three million dollars. So I don't think she's hurting enough to not be able to afford an abortion, even if she had to fly out of the country to get one. Fair enough. All right, uh, let's talk about this because um, I don't know if you heard, but some right-wing asshole has a GoFundMe account, a GoFundMe for uh, uh, the wall. This now, guy's my hero. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This proves, Pete, the fact that they've raised, what, I think it's like $11 million so far. Proves awesome. that Pete proves that P.T. Barnum was right when he said there's a sucker born every minute. Because guess what? Guess what, you stupid sheep? That money can't go to the wall because Congress has to appropriate that money from legally collected taxes, you ignoramuses. And here, you know what? Let's let's say that th this actually could go towards the wall, not that it could. These are the people who scream, taxation is theft! All taxation is theft! I'm I am I am enjoying watching them empty their wallets into this empty bottomless hole because oh, yeah. the way I see it is every dollar spent on this is one less dollar they would contribute to getting their exactly. asshole representatives uh -huh. reelected. Yes, so please please guys keep give keep, till it hurts. Keep fucking that chicken as Kenny Save might say. Save this country. Give till it hurts, Republicans. Line up and dish it out. <laughs> and by, and just as long as they understand the government is not going to bail them out. You you I gave wonder... you gave your, the last forty dollars that that you had for for your food bill. Oh, that's too bad. Go ahead and starve to death. Bye bye. I'm just I'm loving it. I'm loving I... it. I don't I, care about the intentions of this guy. He can be a racist fuck, the one that set this thing up, and I don't care. I just love watching their money just go down the drain. Well, so here is... I mean, this guy is, an, is a class S idiot. I mean, here's, yep. Laura, here's Laura Ingram talking to him. Now, this really is a story about America's quintessential can-do attitude. Whether their leaders fail them, our citizens take matters into their own hands. Enter Brian Colfash. He's a triple amputee Air Force vet who started a GoFundMe page for the wall, uh, you know, the wall that the politicians don't want to fund. And he started this just three days ago. In that short time, he has already raised more than $9.7 million. Now, here to tell us why he did this, what he hopes to achieve, is Brian himself. All right, Brian. Okay, now notice she has talked about, oh, he's a triple amputee Air Force veteran. Who cares? Who cares? I don't care. 
just because you lost a limb in war doesn't automatically make you right. I mean, that that was one of the things that really bothered me about John McCain later in his life, where he every time you'd be challenged, well, I'm a Vietnam veteran, I had to go to the Hanoi. No, no, Grandpa, that's not the way that works. Yeah, um... Whatever, they, you know, they, they're bringing it up for, you know, sympathy, like, look at this hero, whatever. They're, they wrap the flag around him, and parade him around, rah, rah, look at this. So, exactly. whatever, it, that's yes. their method, they're doing it. I'm not going to, to me, it's not even worth bringing up. I don't care. I don't care, you know, he, he, he served his country, he lost some right. limbs. I mean, the stupidity of putting up this GoFundMe page, yeah, that that's the issue. I'd like I to think, talk about. I think I think he, he is actually in serious legal jeopardy. Because look, guys, we all know I'm not a lawyer, but even I know Congress can't spend money they didn't collect from taxes. It has to be collected through legal channels, taxes. And again, the hypocrisy of this, which is they hate the idea of paying taxes. They love America, but they don't want to pay that entry fee. They don't want to pay the they don't taxes are the price you pay to live in civil society. You lost me on the legal jeopardy thing. What jeopardy is he in? Fraud. What fraud? He knows damn well this money isn't going to go to the wall. That's fraud. Oh, you think you think he's going to be able to pocket the money or something? I think he I think it's a con. I think it's a grift. Just like everything else about the Trump administration, I think this wall crowdfunding scheme is just that, a scheme, a con, a grift. I think he's going to pocket the money, give these guys the finger and say, so long, suckers! That would be fraud. Collecting the money's not fraud. Using it for purposes other than what it was intended is. I would say collecting the money is fraud if he knows that money is never going to be able to go towards the wall. Which, again, basic civics tells you if you pass a civics class, you know that money can never go towards the wall. I would let the attorney generals that, as you pointed out, know the law better than you to make that decision. Look, just because I say I point out that I'm an idiot doesn't mean you have to. That's hurtful. I was was agreeing with you. Was it? Oh, that's right. I'm not allowed to do that. You're wrong, Adam. You know better than the attorney generals of this country, and they know. Anyway. <laughs> How many Republicans can actually claim that they know anything about civics? Uh, zero. Uh, well, I'm sure there is a percentage, you know, of error in that statement, but yes. Um, zero. So there's a very good chance he doesn't know civics, so... Maybe, they, maybe, he, maybe one of the things he had amputated was his brain. Well, and, and things about people who are, have amputations that were in the service. Our current congressman here in Florida is an amputee as well, who was in the service. And he has turned out to be a hypocritical douchebag. So, and of what? course he's a Republican. A Republican so. that's a hypocritical yep. douchebag? That yes. is, that is shocking. That is, if and only he, there were a word to describe that. Inconceivable! There are a lot of pictures of our congressman sitting in chairs, you know, with his with the, his legs showing, so that you can see that they're actually prosthetics, just so he can get that sympathy uh-huh. portion shoved yeah. in. So, uh-huh. he probably yeah. did it. He probably did it to himself in some sort of accident caused by his own incompetence. I know. I would not I'm say he did that. I'm pretty sure he got that. it. I'm pretty sure he was he was hurt in the line of service. 
But when he uses it as a ploy in his uh, political pictures and stuff like that, that is when I kind of draw the line because mostly the stuff that he deals with, you know, doesn't help out people who would be like him if they weren't, you know, so funded by the big corporations. And I'll just like say that. that the number of limbs a person is missing is irrelevant to a person's character. Right, but right. he makes he he makes it, he makes a good use of it though. There are some that are missing it that use it for bad. There's some that are missing that right. don't use it, and they're good people. The bo- the exactly. bottom line is that this. I'm telling you, I, like I said, I don't know. Uh, I'll, does anyone here know a lawyer? No. All right. Uh, here's the thing: is that my. I'm going to try and find a fraud statute during the break just to see. But again, okay. my theory is that again, fraud isn't just spending the money for purposes other than what it's intended for. I think that if he collects the money, knowing it's never going to be able to go to the wall, and like I said, and, you know, I think that's fraud. Go for it. I don't care enough about this guy and what happens to him to, to care. I want to see him suffer. I want to see him cry like you a little baby. I know you do. You want Tommy in the bottom of the ocean. You want this guy to suffer. I get it. I did not say I wanted Tommy Lauren in the in the bottom of the ocean. In a I refrigerator? Change it into a refrigerator? Didn't I hear that? And did I mishear you? Per- you also heard it worked for Perseus. Okay. Of course, her ending up on the bottom of the ocean was implied. It was never stated. Noted. We ready and- for break? I'm ready for cyanide. (laughs) Come on now. The Republicans are suffering too much for you to not be enjoying this. Oh, you have other things to talk about other than this idiot, this (sighs) GoFundMe idiot. Yeah, we have, we've got, we'll be talking about uh, Mattis leaving. Oh yeah. Oh, what a, what a slap in the face that was. Oh yeah. That letter, that resignation letter is pure gold. And Brian Dillweed, Dickweed, I mean Killmead, uh, has some thoughts about the letter, which we'll get to right after this during the second hour of, uh, holy shit, where did I put my, where is it? Oh, you, I did not prepare the, the, uh, the, the, the thing. I forgive you. <sighs> if only I could forgive myself. That is, that is crucial. Yeah. That is crucial. That might explain why I'm such a bitter and broken human being. Just like close your eyes and meditate and maybe, you know. All right. Uh, so we'll be back after this. And also later on. So when Kenny comes on, we'll talk about John, of course. And then later we'll be talking about the best thing about Christmas in a very special myth information segment. So, that's going to be fun. Ready. All right, we'll be, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. That's the end of Act 1. Intermission time. Go get some snacks! Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
show starts in three minutes. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great, Scott. I reject your reality and substitute my own. 
Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back for hour number two here on Mike Check Radio. Excuse me. Uh, joining me, as always, uh, the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. She does not allow me to describe it as the great city of Port St. Lucie for uh, reasons. Uh, Michelle Ligon. That is me. And also, uh, shit. Also joining I'm me. I'm sorry? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, my, That's my brain, me! My brain. I did not say that. Oh, it's funny. Come on, roll with it. I'm fine. Things are fine. All right. <coughs> All right. Anywho, uh, 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 Miles, the... Ah, God damn it. The GM Galaxy Master Miles Lagan. Howdy. All right. So, I, <laughs> folks, America screwed. I don't know what else to say. I mean, what, if you go ahead. No, what were you going to say? Like, what are you talking about? Things are going great. In some at the start, alternate at the start reality. Of this- <laughs> Go ahead. In some alternate reality, sure. I'm I'm sure it, it, you know everything is going great. I'm just saying at the start okay, I remember when Trump got, you know, 2 years ago at this time, I was dreading what was coming. And now I'm just watching it all fall apart. I understand there will be pain. I understand people will lose their jobs. I understand the economy is crashing and and coming crumbling down. When Trump won the election, well, when he got less votes but still won the Electoral College, I knew there would be a price that would have to be paid. And this is that price. Elections have consequences. And this is the – they are going to – continue to thrash and do as much damage on their way out. This is like a barbed arrow. And it, when you pull it out of the, the wound, it's going to pull a bunch of flesh out with it. And there's, it, it's just it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. I wish I wish it wasn't the case. But you can say it's it's going to it's it's falling apart, but I look at it it's like, you know what? The band-aid's been ripped off. We can see the infection and we're dealing with it. Is it going to get worse? Sure. There's a little blood going to spurt out, and it's going to need some stitches, but, you know. Okay, but here's the thing, is that one of the people who is supposedly there to keep Trump from doing stupid shit is now gone. That's true. Are we talking about the guy that's retiring in February? Yes, General Mattis. Yes. Don't get me wrong. That was a that that resignation letter was a thing of beauty. Yeah. Because it I basically know. said fuck you. Uh without in a much more eloquent way. But here's the thing. You, you here's here's why 
Mattis is quitting. Okay? And that is... He got tired of babysitting someone who doesn't listen to his advice. And Syria was the breaking point. Because Trump did not tell anyone. He didn't consult with anyone. He didn't tell anyone I'm doing this. He just announced it on Twitter. Yeah, we're, uh, uh, we won. It was a tremendous victory. So we're pulling out. And that's it. I mean, so I don't blame Joe Mattis for leaving. I, I you know, if, if my nephew blew me off like that every time I talked to him, I would tell him, you know what? Go fuck yourself, kid. I'll come see me, come see me you know, when you're mature enough to, to, you know, act like a member of the human race. No, I would not actually tell my adorable nephew, go fuck yourself. Okay, well... I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for the you know the accusations of me being a terrible uncle come start coming. Well, you're not going to get it from me because I'm in agreement with you. What? Oh wait, I'm not supposed to agree. <laughs> wait, wait. Are you in agreement that I'm a terrible uncle or no? That you're that, I'm that an you're awesome not uncle. Okay, good. No, I don't think you're a terrible uncle. Let me put it this way. I, here's proof that I'm an awesome uncle. I picked up my nephew's Christmas presents on Thursday. Awesome. And I picked him out, Michelle. You're gonna be proud of me for this. Golf clap. You're gonna be, you're gonna be proud of me, Michelle. I okay. picked him out the ABCs and the one two threes of Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, I saw those books. Those look pretty cool. Corrupt them so, when they're young. Yep. My, my, yeah, my nephew's getting a five dollar Amazon gift card. Five. Is this a, is this a nephew I'm familiar with? Yeah, oh. he'll get more if he contacts us and tells us he's okay. That's clever. <laughs> Bribe no. him. I like oh, it. Yeah, that yes, that nephew. Yeah. Yeah, we have not heard from him since June. And I'm a little frustrated at this point. No, I don't blame you for being frustrated, but no, that's what I got for my nephew. Carrie picked him up in uh New Jersey. Uh for you know, I I bought him online, she picked him up at the store nearby and there we go. So she she looked at him, she said, Okay, they're okay. Thank you for not, you know, trying to turn her nephew into a psychopath. Anyway, um, Mattis. Sure. Let, ruin so, my gushing about my nephew. Go for it, Miles. Well, I'm, jo I'm joking. I'm joking. Yep, I, I'm sorry. You have more to say? I'm no, sorry. We... I'm done gushing. Go for it. All right. So, um, yeah, Trump's. Here's the thing. You're seeing more and more people. There are some, like Mattis, that are pulling the ripcord. Um, in, in a lot of cases, too late when you're dealing with some of these uh, heads of uh, the cabinet that are um, heads of departments that are under investigation for ethics violations and what have you. Yeah, that, that's, a little, that's a little late. Then you have the people that are, you know, fired. <laughs> Ah, like, um, oh God, who, who are Sessions? So, it, it, how many, he has so many empty spots in his cabinet right now, it's glaring. I mean, we're in a point in, in, no, we don't have anywhere to look back on in American history to duplicate and look at this and go, what's going to happen next? <laughs> it's, this is a man who is in such desperate straits 
and he's lashing out and he's being abandoned. And I, I can only see it accelerating. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't uh, Huckabee leaving at the end of the year? Yes. Oh, 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 oh. Frankly, frankly, that's one person I'd love to see stick around just so she can go down with the ship. You know, but, uh, oh, well, there's one. I wonder who's going to try and take her place. Yeah. Oh, that is a shame. I didn't know Duckworth wasn't a uh, natural born. Huh. Was she born of an American um, uh, 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 cat? Was uh, Duckworth born have any American um, uh, parents? Because that would fall under the same thing that uh, Ted Cruz um, did. And, and or um, yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway, so what were we talking about? Oh, right. Trump, Trump floundering. So yeah, yeah. just <sighs> hang on, just a little longer. Mueller is continuing his march. I'm wondering. Just as a side note, I'm wondering if there's legitimate discussions going on in the uh, attorney generals, the legal corners of our government about actually ignoring the 1973 memo of the Justice Department saying that a president cannot be indicted, a sitting president cannot be indicted. I am actually wondering if there are discussions going on about challenging that memo. Oh, I'm sure there are, because here's the thing. Uh, let's say it comes out that uh, Trump did, uh, you know, Trump and Russia cooperated. That would be treason. And we're supposed to, you know, under the, with this under this memo's theory, we're just going to have to wait for the next election to get the fucker out. I'm sorry. That's not the way. That is not what the Founding Fathers intended. But... Here's the thing. Here's what has me worried. And again, it's because the adult in the room. And remember, I, I think Mattis is just is smart enough to know he was a fucking babysitter. He was there to keep Trump from doing something really, really stupid. Well, we still have the anonymous op-ed writer. <laughs> Trump never found that individual. If he had, he would have t tossed them out with a big, like, victory, I found them, they're gone. <laughs> that hasn't happened. Uh, you know, it could have been Mattis. Could have been. You know. I could've. still think it's Pence just because, you know, the... Uh, power. The power star thing. No, the... Yeah. The, Load the, star. The language. The The language. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. Speaking, I heard that. Uh... Speaking styles are almost as distinctive as fingerprints. Okay. Uh, but anyway, you know who didn't? You know, and I love that letter because basically, like I said, it was just a big fuck you. And I'm always foretelling Trump, fuck you. We all know that. Sure. Um, but you know who wasn't happy with the letter? Feel free to take a guess, Miles or and or Michelle. Who's not happy? Yes. About that letter? 
Other than Trump. Other than Trump. Well, I imagine any of the Fox News people wouldn't be happy. Miles is currently... Miles, you're kind of getting warm. Well, no, you're warm. Okay. All right, fine. Brian Dillweed. Cool. Uh, Here he is talking about the problem with the letter. As soon as I find the clip. But the timing of this and the contents of that letter is really an insult to the resignation letter. Is really a subtle insult uh, uh, shot across the bow of the President of the United States. Not one word of praise. Here's an example. We must do everything possible to advance an international order that is more conducive to our security, prosperity, and values. And we are strengthened in this effort by the solidarity of our alliances because you have the right to have a Secretary of Defense whose views are better aligned with yours on these and other subjects. I believe it is right for me to step down from my position. Key for this. The president, uh, the secretary of defense is not behind the rapid, unpredicted pullout of our troops out of Syria, the drawdown while in the middle of truce talks in Afghanistan. And I think it's also key that uh, he brought up the need for respecting our alliances, a clear eyed about the malign actors and strategic competitors as we pull back. He couldn't stand up. Right. I also had, just I'd like to add this. One of the main reasons why he was leaving in January anyway is, uh, despite all these disagreements, was when he went to bat for Dave Goldfein to be chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to replace Dunford, right. uh, the president went and turned around and took the Secretary of the Army, Milley. And right. that was looked at as a rebuke to the Mattis, who says, right. I can't deal with this. So he's happy because... He's, ha- he's unhappy... Because there was no praise for Trump in this letter. It's like, again, he was a fucking babysitter. Yeah, well. So, kill me, done happy. Oh, well. Uh, I, I think the letter of resignation was a slap in the face, and uh, rightfully so. And uh, good on him for, um, you know... towing the line, going right up to the point of uh, openly slapping Trump in the face. Oh, yeah. Right on the money. So, yeah, hopefully, you see, it's little things like this that I am hoping that will help inspire acts of courage. (sighs) Causing uh, maybe a spine to grow and some other Republicans to try to help stand up to uh, Donald. I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath and watching this shit go on for too long to all of a sudden go, yay, it's the end of all, you know, whatever. But this is really, this is just another leak in the dam that the little boy's got to jam his finger into. Eventually, that those cracks are going to spread and that dam's going to blow. And man... Oh, can hardly wait for the investigations. How long away are we away? It's like a week and five days, four days, till uh, Pelosi takes the gavel. Uh, January third. So let's see here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one. Twelve days. Well, less than two weeks. Buck her up, everybody. 
like I said, it's coming. I think I think that once the Democrats get his tax re- returns, it's over. That's gonna be the the the, the linchpin. That's gonna be like the cipher, the 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 mm. key to the cipher Mueller needs. That could be a definite uh, yes. That that I that's going to be a big part of it. Um, I'm still leaning towards his kids getting indicted for some such thing. Watch the crap hit the fan when that happens. But yeah, the taxes are a big clue. I agree with that. They are a big deal. He didn't keep them secret for no reason. There's a reason he kept them hidden. I can hardly wait for... Oh, I've heard... I don't remember what show it was. It might have been Lawrence... Pardon me. My, Lawrence O'Donnell. Are you or, drunk on my program? No, I'm just playing. No, it's just a burp. I anyway. Um, no, I don't. The... Um, it might have been Lawrence O'Donnell. Uh, the, um, uh-oh. Train left the station. What was I talking about? Indictment of the children and such. Yeah, but my thought was going to a tangent on that. That was that was cogent. Crap. Damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got distracted and I lost it. I can't even remember what the topic was about. I know we're talking about indicting him, and when things go this way and that, it'll come to me. But right now, I'm drawing a blank. Sorry. That's okay. We'll. we'll, we'll when it comes it to me, when it comes back to me, I'll go ooh ooh ooh. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's I know. I'm 51 years old now, and ah, uh, feel it. Don't grow old, people. It isn't worth it. I tease, of course. Get as old as you can, just to make other people miserable. <laughs> uh, yes, Trump's tax is an indictment of children. Thank you, Heather. I just wanted to make a... Uh, damn it. Find something else to talk about. I'm just going to sit here and stew. Rack my brain. Miles Stew, that does sound nice. No, I'm just... But I mean, like I said... We all, I mean, it's pretty clear that Mattis got left because he was tired of being a babysitter. I mean, the guy is, is he the, he's the Marine, right? Uh, or Army, I guess. Uh, no, I think yeah, he's, he's Marine. Okay, fair enough. But, I mean, again, he was there to babysit. He was there to babysit. And I'll bet you he wasn't Trump's choice. I'll bet you someone told Trump, you need to put this, put, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a fair point. I'll be, I wouldn't even be surprised if Putin told him put put Mad Dog Mattis in the, the, the <laughs> defense because we don't trust you with nuclear football. You're you're being facetious, of course. No, because be- Putin, Putin can't rule a world that's been destroyed because Trump left let off a bunch of fucking nukes. Wait, are you, so you are being serious? So somehow. Putin communicated to Trump about Mattis, but my assertion that Putin oh my communicates to Trump about other things is not okay. Okay. Oh my God. I shouldn't have said anything. I should just shut up. I'm just asking. You you think Putin communicated with Trump somehow? I'm like, okay. No, I said I wouldn't be surprised. There's right? a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> Come back, John. 
I'll pay you the sun. I'll pay you. Yeah, yeah let's triple his pay. <laughs> It'll be different this time, John. I promise. I'll I'll never uh, um um what's the term when you underappreciate someone? John is the Frank TV's Frank to my Doctor Forrester. Sure, sure, I know. I'm trying. I mean, I know I got big shoes to fill. You know, I'm trying to pull my weight here. Hopefully, I'm succeeding. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. All right. Uh, so, like I said, I just you know, the fact of the matter is that we have never seen the government in this much chaos. Uh, not in my lifetime, no. Um, I can imagine things were pretty. I, I, well, in my lifetime, the most chaotic it's been before that was in the hecticness of the uh, Nixon, uh, uh, and things were pretty exciting then. There were people, but see, under Nixon, you actually had people going to Congress and testifying, but the Republicans have squashed all that. They have tamped that down and and. Um, squelched it. It's it's gone. They aren't they aren't allowing anything to be out there. You know, testimony, all that crap. So boop, that ain't happening. But the, under Nixon, oh God, the, the there's there's tapes and videos of people testifying and saying crap and oh the, oh. the republic the Republicans are having some people coming in and testify. Didn't they just recently have like the CEO of Google or one of those guys and asking them why when you Google Trump it comes up as idiot? No, no, when you idiot when you when you Google, idiot, when you Google idiot, it comes up as Trump. Right. So you see they are having people testify. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a real crisis. Who was the uh I think it was Harding. Was it the Teapot Dome scandal thing? That was like a major that's of course way before our lifetime, and I don't have any details about it. But I, that, I think, um, except for Reagan, I think that was like the 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 president with the most prosecutions and convictions. Um, because Reagan was a wow, Whew. they still worship him like oh can't can't speak killer Reagan. But but they were just goodwill gifts. Oh jeez. Damn it, I'm still unhappy about forgetting when I want my point. Bugger. And it's already break time. It's okay, LG son. <laughs> it's okay. You, you really are professional. <laughs> well, I, I'll, call, I'll consider myself an expert, but professional, I'd actually have to get be paid to qualify to be an ex, a professional. That's the definition of professional, getting paid for what you do. All right, fine. If you come to AWA next year, I will give you a whole dollar so you can say you've been paid. Woot! Woot! Ah, ah. ah, not going to happen, but woot! I... It's during sure. our Halloween anniversary. It's not going to happen. Can't blame a guy for trying. No, no. Don't be upset. I'm just letting you know. Sorry. Oh, I put the wrong thing, wrong song in, in the break list. But oh well, we'll save Final Fantasy for for the, the left final break. Very good. The, the Christmas remix. Anywho, 
Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go to break and we come back. Uh, who knows? I'm still kind of depressed. But Kenny should be joining us, and we'll talk about. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh. All right, we will be right back uh, after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, make it so, make it so, make it so. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some tea, gray hot. The lights are turned way down low. Make it so, make it so, make it so. When we finally kiss. Good night. How I hate going out in the storm. But if you... Really? Shut up, Wesley. All the way home, I'll be... Warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And I dear... We're still goodbye, then. But as long as you love me so... Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Joe. We want to wish all of you the happiest of holidays from the Tim Cormall Show. And from IndieMediaWeekly.com. And an important safety tip, drink responsibly and under no circumstances allow Ted Cruz to drive you home. Because we wouldn't want any of you to be found in the clown car this holiday season. Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. 
Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. Working on getting Kenny Pick on the call. But in the meantime, joining me as always, uh, the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Ligon. Howdy. And also out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM Dungeon Master, mother of cats, etc., etc., Michelle Ligon, baker of cookies. Yeah, that is me. And to tell you how depressed I've been, I have not baked any holiday cookies yet this year. That wasn't, this time like, that wasn't meant to be like pressure on you. I know, I know you. No, no, no. But that that just reminded me. I have not felt been in the mood to bake cookies. This is going to be a cookieless Christmas in this house. Wow. Hold on, we're having some trouble. What is going on with Kenny? Well, that while you look into that, I think. What my point earlier might have been about was the um, they're talking about that uh, the the memo being not uh, legit because you can't have the when you have a president that's not indicted the statute of limitations is running and so there's this thing like you can't have or I think they say you got to freeze the statute of limitations somehow and so that there's this real push to to undo that memo of 1973 you know saying it's just absolutely not not legit not constitutional i think that might have been what my point was hopefully i'm killing enough time for you to find kenny uh well i know i know where he's at it's not like oh, we're okay. dealing with it's not like we're trying to find Carmen San Diego <clears throat> here <laughs> hold on hold on hmm. I, I've tried to call him twice. Well. Can... Oh, there we go. There we go. Hi, Kenny. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm here. I, okay. I, I just... <laughs> I've been sitting here waiting, but I couldn't hit the voice meter until uh, the call was in. Well, I, I call you, and you didn't answer, so I was worried something was wrong. Uh, I Unless I looked away from my screen for... 
10. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know what happened with the It was trying call. to add you. I, I, uh, you can trust me. I'm radio no, professional. Fine. Very good. Hey, Ken. Hey, how's it going? Things are good. It's a it's a marvelous... Wasn't this just a spectacular week? We, we listened to your shows on Tuesday and Friday, and uh, wow... Oh man, just watching that stuff happen in real time. What a what a what a fun fun week this has been. It's be yeah, lots until of Daddy takes the T-bird away. Lots of uh festivist miracles. It's a yeah. airing of the airing of the grievances. Well, I know Michelle would like to kind of peer away from politics a moment. So do you want to talk about John now? Yeah. Well, yeah, let's let's address the elephant in the room. Sure. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, John was supposed to have tonight off for, for Christmas purposes. And of course, we're always glad to, to let him, uh, spend time with his family and, uh, whatnot. And, um, he decided he's not coming back. I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Well, I would, I'll just well, say. I don't do the don't writing do was on the wall from what I could see. I mean, he didn't sound happy a lot, and he took that long summer break for a reason, more he than just because year, of a though. wedding. Okay, I just i I didn't hear the happy enthusiasm in the show that I would think someone would need to want to come back, you know, again and again and again and again. I'm just I just didn't hear it. Um, he, he said, he, he, I mean, he may have other issues. He, he may have problems that may need dealing with. He may need time to go do other things. That's fine. But, uh, you know, so. He always has a home here. True. Maybe it was because I fixed his agony chair. <laughs> oh, his agonizer? He didn't, yeah, he didn't seem very happy with that. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I, I wish him well, uh, you know, but I just, I just didn't. I didn't sense the, you know, you know, call it my spidey sense or what have you. I, he, it seemed he was, oh, just a little out of it. Not, not. I don't mean like mentally, uh, you know, deficient out of it. I'm talking about just emotionally out of it. Well, I, I mean, it, it's just hard on me because I mean, it, this isn't like I hear you. What happened with Rob? Uh, which was we just couldn't work together anymore. Yeah, that was a falling out, as I understand you it. Know, I wasn't here. Um, but this is—I mean, this is different. It's just true. You know, I like I said, he has a home here, and uh, you know, maybe he'll he'll deign to come back one day. Although, sounds like he won't be, which is okay. Well, I, I'm going to miss him, but I, I wish him the best of luck. And, you know, he's got to do what he needs to, to get himself better. Um, and I, I say the same thing you, as you do. There's always a home for you here, buddy. And, um, hey, the, the, we'll dust off your jingle anytime. Maybe we should uh, so, like, like plan a, 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 radio, a station trip to Missoula, Montana and spend a week with him. Maybe. I'm not detecting or, enthusiasm for that idea. Uh, yeah. But I, I reached out to him and I said, hey, you just want to talk just to talk about anything, uh, you know, let me know. Because we've had some pretty good, you know, private chats in the past. 
Um, he and I have a couple similar experiences that we dealt with in our lives. Um, and, um, and, uh, you know, I, it's a, I have a personal connection to John that a lot of people probably don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just want to let him know, you know, I, I sent him, you know, I sent him a message and I'm like, just, you ever need to talk about anything? Let me know. I'm here and I'll keep bugging. I'll keep bugging him. I'll keep bugging him on Facebook messenger. So, uh, unfortunately I would tell everybody to go, you know, show him a little bit of love and support during the holidays on Facebook, but he only is on messenger. He doesn't have an actual Facebook page. So, um, so he's a little difficult to get in touch with, but if there's any messages, any of his, any of you want us to send, him, you know, contact or email one of us and we'll make sure to relay it. And then maybe he can reach out to you in in, in kind. You know, like I said, uh, he's been here since pretty much the very beginning. Um, you know, I mean, I'd say he did more time than Wes Carscadden. Well, no, he definitely did more more time than Wes Carscadden. Um, but it, it's just, it's hard to take, you know. Just one more reason why I hate Christmas. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> don't let it, don't let it taint a season. You know, <clears throat> there, there, that's, that's one thing, um, that I learned a long time ago is, is there are certain things that you can harbor and hang on to in relate to a certain time of the year or something like that. And it really is important to not do that because, there's so many good things related to every time of the year, not just, you know, the most wonderful time. Stop. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That is the greatest uh, con ever perpetuated on the American people before Schittler. Well, okay. I'm just saying don't associate. Don't, you know, don't don't let that happen because, you know, I, I, I'm, an, I'm a full-on, full, full-throated atheist. And I still love putting up a Christmas tree because I lo- I admire you know I I love the the history I love the American history of Christmas, um, the secular aspects and I love you know Santa Claus and all that stuff and I love the the pagan roots of of everything. So there's there is a lot of really great stuff about this time of year, and it's not just what you know Hallmark wants to sell you or what Fox News is trying to convince you is real and but isn't. You know, so I, I I spent a lot of time hating Christmas and hating the season. And and I just had to tell myself, you know what? You got to find things to like about this time of the year. You're going to just make yourself sad and crazy every time. So that's my advice to everybody. Yeah, but what if we're already you sad know? and crazy? Um, <clears throat> well, for you, Hebert, there's no hope. So exactly. let's be honest. Thank you. <laughs> sorry that was me channeling john see uh <laughs> see now we're not now uh we just had miles and i father's ghost moment here on mike check radio miles michelle and i are now gonna have to pick up john's slack of just slapping you around although i will say miles you've done quite a job uh so uh, i thank you <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Michelle? Um, I'm all right. I've got a really bad sinus headache developing, so it's uh, 
Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Susan has been fighting something. Yeah, Susan has been fighting something all day. I had a stomach ache that wouldn't go away earlier. Big, big knot in my stomach. We both finally took naps. She's feeling pretty good, but we've re- we have actually rearranged our Christmas travel plans for this year. Um, so we're actually taking Christmas Day completely off and possibly tomorrow and rescheduling with our family in Canton, depending on how Susan's feeling by the time we're done with this show. Well, okay. you know, I hope, I hope uh, Susan's feeling better. I'm glad you're feeling a little better. Yeah, mine was, I don't know what it was. I think I just had a big old gas bubble that wouldn't go away. It was like lodged in there, you know. It's like, oh, do we want to go in the large intestine or the small intestine? I don't know. <laughs> so it was just one of them little stabby things. It made me, it made me feel like, gee, you got to poop? Or do you know, got to poop, not got to poop, <laughs> you know? And <clears throat> But yeah, it was just right there. I'm sorry, we'll stop talking about that now. Thank you. Oh no. I was just oh, no. re- I was just reading over my notes for the myth information segment we're gonna do about the best part of Christmas. And uh wow. There's a disturbing relation there's a disturbing relation to me in this in these notes. Well if it's related to you, it's gotta be disturbing, right? Um, <laughs> except for Kai, except for Kai, we'll get well, he gets now, a pass. Now I will say I told I we talked about this earlier, but Michelle I think is proud of me because I picked out Kai's Christmas presents and I got him the the ABCs and one two threes of Dungeons and Dragons by Ivan Van Norman. Yes, Very, you know because it's my job to make a pr- right proper nerd of him. Got got to get him young. No Pokemon for him. It's gonna be you know. <laughs> Good luck with that. Pokemon is the devil's whatever. You know, we could only guess at the games that are coming out, you know, when Kai's old enough to truly appreciate them. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I I intend to show him the classics. Final Fantasy 4, 5, and 6, of course. Secret of Mana, Earthbound. Pong. Pong. Yeah. Pong. I'll I'll just say that the um, well the way technology gets leaps and bounds, there's um, the the three D virtual reality glasses, the goggles that you put over your head like that, and I'll, I, I I that that looks real future you know futury. Uh, so I don't he's know. He's gonna have con. He's gonna have real, uh, 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 virtual reality contact lenses. Oh my god! What if? What if? <laughs> what if? What if? Sort out. Uh, sort out online actually happens, and he gets to experience that. I don't know. It'll be augmented reality by then. Well, it, it, here's my <clears throat> my experiences as uh, as being an uncle to many. Uh, good, halfway decent, and just down rotten, just downright rotten kids. <laughs> uh, th- that is, uh, you can have a positive influence and give them stuff that they're really going to enjoy, but honest to God, uh, they're going to like what they're going to like. Uh, because, you know, if I were to show one of my nephews, 
hey, check it out. Here's Super Nintendo. Here's Earthbound. And then they're like, hey, uh, Fortnite, you know? Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then my nephew, my nephew Jacob, um, he's Hot Wheels in uh, Legos all the live long day. So basically, I'm just riding the Hot Wheels and Lego wave with him. My nephew Noah, he's more artistically inclined, so he he appreciates it when we give him like little you know art stuff. But you know, this year I don't know if I told everybody he really wanted these things called Fugglers which are awesome. I don't know if anybody's ever seen them. They're like these creepy looking stuffed animals. They're, they're real raggedy kind of looking and they have like realistic human looking teeth. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, and they, they have like, like sleepy eyes. Like, you know, they'll have like the regular stuffed animal. eye, Michelle, like a, you know, flat little button eye with the iris and a pupil. Yes. I've and seen then them. they'll yeah, and then they have like little felt eyelids that kind of make them squint. <laughs> and they're so hilarious. Target sent me two of those, uh, sent me two of them. One of them, they sent me the wrong one that I ordered for them because I ordered one that it's like a fox with his tongue hanging out. And, um, and they accidentally sent me one of the wrong ones. It's a kind of a burlap looking one. And I couldn't, I couldn't. You know, I, I got a refund on it, but they're like, just keep it, recycle it, donate it, whatever. And I'm like, I can't give something called a fuggler to Toys for Tots, you know? <laughs> I mean, because it sounds kind of like fugly, and that's kind of a compound swear word. Um, so I was like, I'm keeping this fuggler. <laughs> so I, yeah. I now have a fuggler. I have a fuggler, and he's awesome. And his teeth glow in the dark. Yeah. There you go. Those that teeth are sound, very disturbing. Sound, that doesn't sound disturbing at all. No, oh, the, oh, the, the teeth are creepy as all hell. Oh, I love it. I love stuff like that. I've always, you know, that's why, you know, they loved, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's and stuff like that. And I love stuff like that where it takes something really cute and, you know, meshes Makes it with it. something really sinister. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that and, and I love. Yeah, and I love, uh, you know, and I love that, you know, I'm kind of discovering this stuff with my nephews, too. So, you know, and I had a couple other nephews who used to play Magic the Gathering, so I'd buy them Magic stuff. You know, so basically you ride the wave of what they discover they're going to like because, you know, fate, let's face it, they're spending a lot more time with themselves than you are. And they're they're developing their own personalities and uh, thoughts and ideas and uh it's it's really fascinating to watch kids grow up um and sometimes it's a disappointment too but um but yeah i i my nephews jacob and no it's been a real treat um <clears throat> like i said getting to know them as little dudes and uh and you're gonna have a lot of fun with that too adam Oh, I love my nephew and I'm, i mean i mean he's yeah. surrounded by nerds so i find it kind of inevitable yeah you know, but I I, pay, I I just saw I saw I meant Van Norman mentioned those books on his Twitter. He was like, well, you know, uh, I looked and was like, mm, this could work. And mm-hmm. uh, I pulled the trigger when I because I was going to get them from Amazon, but Amazon only had one of them and I wanted to get them to pair. So yeah. I looked on Barnes and Noble and I called my sister saying, you know, what's the nearest Barnes and Noble? Deal? I might have to have you pick up something. She told me Edison or uh, no, um. Menlo Park, and so I I looked it up, and sure enough, they had them there. So I bought, you know, I told her I said, "I'm gonna if I order these books, will you pick them up?" 
turns out she'd taken that day off specifically to go last minute Christmas shopping. So there you go. I had eerie tuxedo mask like timing. Only without the without the rose and the stylish guitar riff when I appear. Oh. So she picked them up. She took a look. And she said, "Yeah, they'll work." You know, because uh, you know they they rhyme. It's just like A is for adventure. I'm pretty. Sure, we were talking about the books this morning, and I said, "I'm pretty sure D is either going to be Dungeons and or Dragons because this book is put out by Wizards of the Coast, and there's no way they're not going to reference Dungeons and or Dragons in these books." Druids. That damn it! I didn't think about that. No, they got to do yeah. dungeons or dragons. Dwarves. Damn it! Double double gangers. Mm. No. Duple gangers. You got to round the lips. Duple gangers. Anyway, so yeah, uh, we got we got stuff. Coming you know, pick up. Like, Picklesheimer is an American of ver- uh, an Americanized version of doppelganger. <laughs> that explains a lot. Oh, <laughs> that explains yeah. a lot. That explains and, uh, so much. Heather, Heather in the chat room says, uh, uh, "Good, Kenny, good for you about Christmas. I'm not the most religious either, but I like some of the aspects of it. Add a, add a, add a way to go. Because uh, yeah, All I, can I mean, say is... oh sorry." Because, yeah, I mean, you, you have to because uh, I used to go nuts. And I think a lot of it was that I worked in retail, too. But I, I really just, you know, I had I just had an epiphany, almost like a, a little bit of renaissance in my own life for the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> and and I was like, it's going to be the most superficial feeling of all. Uh, not feeling superficial. Um, um, nostalgic feeling, I suppose. But it's still going to be a feeling that I that I enjoy and can revel in. I'm done. All I can say is hashtag Scrooge was right. Yeah, my my problem is it, it, I grew up with a Christmas freak, and uh, so yeah. It, yeah, it it drives me a little nuts this time of year. <laughs> oh, Christmas freak! Oh, Christmas freak! Knock it off! <laughs> and it's like Sorry. I mean, there's nothing on the radio at work other than Christmas songs. It's like if I hear one more Christmas song, I cannot be. Oh, that's why you were action. trying to get me. That's why you were trying to ask me. Can we just do like five minutes of Christmas music on the network this year? <laughs> like, no. Jeez, do I, I want to hear more? Do I do I want to hear more Christmas music, or should I just drill right into my molar without anesthesia? <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I, I, I just get it don't too. Like Christmas. I, I don't like Christmas. Well, I like you. Well, sometimes I like me too. Well, no, that's actually not true. I hate me. I'm an ass. Yeah, you're pretty self-loathing. Knock that shit off. So, what are we going to talk about um, in the next? Uh, in the, I, I really, really have been. I've been. Just, Climbing out of my skin, wanting to do uh, my my segment for uh, Go Figure for okay. some time now. I just realized something though. That'd be great. <laughs> we didn't thank you talk about Cap- the Captain Marvel trailer last week. Damn it! We'll do that some. We'll do that later. Uh, to, there's uh, not. Sure. There's not a lot more to talk about. You know, there's right, not fine. that so, much more information. So, all right, here's the plan. We'll do go figure in the last segment. We'll do the best thing about the best part of Christmas next 
on the next segment. I want you guys to think about what the best part of Christmas is. Because I'll be asking you before I go into it. Stuffing. Potatoes. Both. No, stuffing. Both. And also, play, uh, uh, go ahead. Just, just a quick thing this year. Somebody stole one of the, my strands of lights uh, um, out of the front yard this year. So oh, that made me, oh, that made me pissy too. So we're gonna have to get, we're gonna have to get the, um, uh, the, the, what was, what was Joe Don Did Baker's character? Final... Security team. No, Joe Don Baker's character from uh, Final Justice on Mystery Science Theater. I think it was Thomas Jefferson Geronimo the Third. <laughs> Yeah, it was on the side of the house that's blocked a lot by Miles' truck when he brings it home. And I think they, they stole them during the time Miles' truck was there. And so the camera did not catch them. And the bad thing is, it's also one of my strands of light for my Halloween decorations. Oh. So, All right, we're putting out yeah. a hit. You can't, whoever stole it, all I can say is... Uh, No, actually, don't run, don't hide. Make it easier for us to catch you, you little shit. It was probably some stupid um, Are we going to do a child's Christmas in space this year? <gasps> I forgot a child's Christmas in space. Oh, my God, Kenny, you called me out. Yeah, we're going to have to do a child's Christmas in space. Cue it up. Believe... Push the I... button, Frank. All right, we'll be right back after this with the best thing about Christmas. And a child's Christmas in space right after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Living proof that you don't have to be crazy to host this show, but it helps. <laughs> Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
show starts in one minute. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. All right, and we are back for the final hour here on Mike Trick Radio with Adam Hebert, the pre-Chris, the pre-anti-Christmas edition. Uh, join me as always, uh, the great no, uh, city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master Miles Lagan. Miles, yep, I am here. Okay, good, good. I was about to say. All right. Uh, and also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. She's probably going to yell at me for accidentally calling it great again. The rogue DM, dungeon master, mother of cats, baker of cookies, cursor of children, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Michelle Lagan. Uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> you, you sound so happy to be here. Well, I'm trying to figure out the cursor of children. Never. <laughs> I don't curse children. Anywho, also joining us out of Cleveland, Ohio, he, he is not the mistake by the lake, but the roar by the shore, Mr. Kenny Pick. Yeah, I just want to say, if I catch you, you little shit, whoever stole those lights from Michelle, I'll take that strand of lights, I'll tie around your neck, and I'm going to strangle you. I won't really it, do that. He means that it, too. Oh boy! Uh, I'm the cursor of no way. I am the cursor of children. There you go. But this is a great segue. Very nice. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm telling you, I've been I I I, it's been three weeks and I still have this cough. 
Hey, uh, real quick, Cat uh, is saying it's very difficult to hear you in particular. Can oh, you look at that real quick? Uh, let's try. Uh, let's try that. I'll provide. Yeah. Oh no! Hold on. Testing one two. Testing one two. Let's try buttoning, and then we'll just there we go. And I think we got it. I think we yeah. There we go. Hopefully, you know it'd be good, Adam, if somebody took those kids, those kids that stole my holiday lights, and stuck them in a sack and did something with them. Well, yes, rude spoiler of of. I have not. Did, did, did I say what the segment was about? I am trying to give you a nice. I am trying to give you a nice segue into yes. something oh, I really enjoy about Christmas. It's yes, <laughs> it is the best thing about Christmas. So before we get to my myth information segment, I figured you you guys could take a guess. Um, and, and Miles, what what do you think is the best thing about Christmas? What do you think I'm about to talk about? <laughs> I know what you're about to talk about. Well, you guess to... wrong. Guess wrong. Okay. If you, You're if about you... to talk about um, little children getting coal. Lumps of coal. Ah, shit. That's actually close. <laughs> what did I but tell you? Correct. Guess, guess not No, correct. close, but not correct. Uh, my microphone is really hot. I don't know what's going on. Uh, anywho. Uh, Kenny, Kenny, what do you think? What's the best part of Christmas? Oh, good sir, it must be an extra helping of figgy pudding. Nope, that's wrong too. Michelle, what do you think is the best part of Christmas? Carolyn Kane dressed as a fairy coming down and whooping some jerk's ass. That is actually closest without going over. Thank you for, for <laughs> playing along. You know, there there is an unsung hero of Christmas, and it, it, as as Joseph Campbell Jr., I guess you could say, it is my job to bring this hero to 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 light. I talk, of course, of Krampus. Dun dun dun. Uh, yeah, I probably could have done better with that. Drama sting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I dropped the ball on that, didn't I? Uh, Wait a minute, I can I can bail you out on this one. Um, I got. I, I think. I got it. Here, here, I, we'll, here we go. We'll use my new toy. Oh. oh. Or, okay. or yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Krampus. <laughs> Thank you. Or oh, alternatively. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Uh, so this cough, damn it. <coughs> uh, so Krampus is kind of like the the you know Santa's the the you know the the good cop, and of course if there's a good cop, you always need a bad cop. And Krampus goes back back to the pagan origins of the Christmas season, and he is a demon that is furry has goat-like feet and horns and uh, he goes around carrying bundles of birch called rutin 
and he whips the shit out of naughty little children. Um, you yeah. know how you know the or you know how uh, you know Santa would leave a lump of coal in your stocking if you were naughty. Mm-hmm. That was right. originally Krampus's job if you were naughty, except that the coal would be on fire. Oh, oh wow! I thought you were say the coal would be human shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'd rather dark. have I'd rather have the human shit than an on fire <laughs> coal. That that would hurt, uh, because of course True. you know back in the day, you only had one pair of socks, and so you would wash them at the end of the day and hang them up on the fireplace to dry. And of course, that's where you know that's where the origin of Santa putting stuff in your stockings came from. You know that, that. anyway. So here's the disturbing connection to me. Um. <laughs> Bef- the 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 feast of Saint Nicholas is celebrated in Europe on the sixth of December. <laughs> Krampusnacht, okay. or Krampus night, is celebrated on. Anyone care to take a guess? Um, December seventh, eighteenth. <laughs> The fifth. Thank you, Michelle. My birthday, everybody. My where? Oh, oh, my birthday. Dun, dun, dun. Which I thought was, uh, you know, I was like, that's funny. That's also vaguely disturbing. <coughs> so some. Mm. Some portrayals of Krampus have him with a basket or bag that he would stuff naughty children in to take them to hell. Um, but, you know, most of the time it was just, again, he would go around whipping naughty children with bundles of uh, birch switches. Now, as someone who has heard stories of Catholic school from his mother, rulers are pretty close to switches, and Mama's told me rulers can hurt like hell, which is why you don't piss off nuns. So imagine oh, we used what to a... have. Oh, yes. oh, me and my friends, we used to take. Uh, we used to not birch, but we used to take um, switches from like whatever we could find them from we used to just beat the shit out of each other with them when we were kids we just run around and have like you know pain ridden like, sword fights it is like peeling an onion with you sometimes it really is yeah oh no we used to run around the yard i lived on a farm and stuff and we just go we just crack and just run after each other and crack each other with them all right. We gonna, also uh, did the same thing with that old hot wheel. We'd take strips of Hot Wheel track and smack each other with those two. Now that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, that was my uh, mother wielded a really mean kitchen, a wooden kitchen spoon. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, I saw the business end of my dad's belt a few times. Yeah. Hey, anyway, so yeah, Krampusnacht is on my birthday. Which is my disturbing connection to Krampus. But I've never been visited by Kramp- Krampus. Yeah. Krampus knocked knock. Huh? Krampus knocked knock. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going curly, you know, knock 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 knock. 
Uh, yeah, I can understand that confusion. Um, so some other stuff. Uh, apparently, and so people in Europe, in certain places in Europe, dress up as Krampus and actually do whip people. Although I think they leave the children out of it now. Um, but one thing you do is, it, it is customary to offer a Krampus schnapps. Mm-hmm. Which might explain okay. why people are willing to dress up as Krampus. You know, hey, free oh, yeah. booze! I can see the incentive there, even though I don't drink. In Austria, they have a huge parade. I wonder what Krampus parade is in German. Obviously, it's all Krampus I, something. All I know is that these guys spend a fortune on some of their costumes. They are really cool looking. Hey, I've seen pictures. Yeah, I've seen video of it. I actually put a video in in the chat channel. So, hey, if I mean, not dress, in, not in our as, chat, but yeah, if you're going to dress up chat. as Krampus, you know, you might as well go all the way, go all out. And to be to be a Krampus initiate initiate you to actually graduate into a Krampus, you actually have to scare people. So you have to get more screams and laughs. Wow, I would fail horribly. I've gotten some screams, but that's in Halloween. You could try going as it... Krampus for Halloween one year. <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty creepy as a clown. So <laughs> clowns are creepy. Let's be real here, folks. What's worse than clowns? Danish clowns. Now, More if you watch, clouds. if you watch a Christmas horror story, I think that was the name of the movie or a Christmas horror movie. I don't remember which. It's got William Shatner in it. You get to see Krampus and elf zombies, so it's a great movie. And what's this movie nice. again? A Christmas horror story, I think it's called. I will look it up real quick. I have to get my computer back, the screen back on. Hold on. It's a Christmas horror story. A Christmas horror story. Let's, let's yeah. yes. A Christmas horror. Is it on Netflix? No, it is not. Yes, on it Netflix. is. Well, it was at one point. I don't know if it is on anymore. But William Shatner plays a radio uh, disc jockey, telling stories about Christmas. And they kind of all weave together. Each story has an actor. Here are some it. stories yeah. about Christmas. No, I'm sorry. It is, it, it is fun. So it's, it's kind of like... one of the a... stories about the wreath of Khan. <laughs> no. Called me, called me out the again. Called me out again. Just purchased I mean, the the Wrath of Khan soundtrack uh, and uploaded it to the network, everybody. Oh well, thank you. Oh, very cool. We got a bunch of Star Trek music that I put on the network. Anyway, so this 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 movie kind of strikes me as a Christmas version of Necronomicon that 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 H.P. Lovecraft. Um, what's what ty- what's the style of movie called? Anthology. Thank you. 
Yes, it's an anthology movie. But each antho- each of each of the stories has someone that connects them all. So it's very neat. Well, that's what uh, you know, actually in Necronomicon, it was it was HP Lovecraft played by uh Jeffrey Combe who linked all the stories. He was reading yeah. he was reading the, the Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. The book of the, the book uh, the book by the mad Arab Abdul Al Hazred. You kind of can't say Necronomicon without mentioning that part. And that 2000 teens movie that was about Krampus, that was a pretty cool movie, too. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is it me, though, or does Krampus sound like a medical condition? Do you have Krampus? <laughs> but no, you know, maybe these these little shits that stole your lights will get a visit from Krampus. Now, now that's a that's a myth I could get behind. Yeah, go ahead. That, that is why we do myth information on this program. Yes, I'd, I'd to like inform to inform and to uh, enact justice. To inform, <laughs> to inform and to enact justice. Yes. yes. Go ahead, Michelle. I, I would like to see some some goat prints on a, on a kid's head or something from Krampus. Now hold on. Hold on there. <laughs> you guys jumped down my throat for saying I want to see $5 billion spent on tossing Tommy Lauren into a chest, lot, putting chains around it, and throwing it in the ocean, even though I never said I wanted her to drown, and I was clearly referencing the story of Perseus. But you and I, say... I, all I said is goat prints. It could be muddy goat prints or, or coal. Cold dust goat prints on there. And we're not also we're also not talking about anyone specifically in particular. Right. I do not know who stole my lights. Perseus was a hero, right? Damn it! (laughs) You're equating Tommy Lauren with a hero. All right, you made your point, Miles. (laughs) All right. Let's keep trucking. We got we have more Krampus stuff to talk about here, right? Well, I mean, I mean that was pretty much the basics. It's Krampus not oh. celebrating on my birthday. Uh, like I said, it's very disturbing. I had what? What if I'm like a future Krampus? I can't do it. I renounce my link. My link to Krampus. Well, here's here's uh, you know my birthday is. One day different than Donald Trump's, right? <laughs> so, I don't think the coincident uh, coincidence of birth and uh, with other dates uh, is gonna foretell who anybody's gonna be. On the other hand, gang whip naughty children. Yeah, and I think King Diamond's birthday, King Diamond Metal God, his birthday is the same as Donald Trump. Well, I don't know if I told you guys before. Did you know that I share my birthday with Walt Disney and Strom Thurmond? Oh, which one oh, do you like better? That's a trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, obviously, of course, Walt Disney. Uh, but I also share my birthday with one of my favorite anime characters, uh, Kino Makoto, a.k.a. Sailor Jupiter, as well as Lelouch Lamperouge from Code Geass. I share my exact birthday with Jake Busey and Biff Naked. Is that... Please tell me that's not his real name. 
her so, name, Biff Naked. She she's I think she's like a Canadian uh, pop star or something like that. It sounds kind of like, like poor name. She, she's kind of like it does. It does. But uh, it sounds she she's kind of like Pink or um, some some you know kind of a more rocked up pop singer. But yeah, the exact year, day, and uh, you know month. So June fifteenth, nineteen seventy one. Jake wow. Busey. It was in Starship Troopers. Are we doing like a seven degree, uh, which was also starred by Clancy Brown? Who is amazing. All right. All right. We got to get to our our other holiday tradition. So, yeah, be nice or you might get a visit from Krampus. And I can't guarantee I'll be able to help you. My back hurts, you know. Yeah, the sure. movie Krampus was, uh, yeah, there was some real, yeah, that was hardcore. Consequences. He's a bad dude. All right. Now I got to go find the Go Figure jingle. Uh, anyway, so uh, our other big holiday tradition is a, a playing of one of my favorite Mystery Science Theater 3000 bits alongside the stuffing versus potatoes bit that we play every Thanksgiving for reasons. Uh, this is, of course, uh, A Child's Christmas in Space by Tom Servo. Good job, Carl. Okay, who's next, Tom? Uh, my turn. Okay. okay. Thank you, Mr. Dull. <clears throat> okay, my essay is entitled A Child's Christmas in Space. Uh, let me set the mood here. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. There. Ah. <sighs> It's quiet in the cold of our own little orbit, starless and Bible black. And as I look down on the big blue bean we would call home, I think it's so near, yet... Oh, I wish on that star, and I hope that in a little snow-covered house with a warm hearth and a loving family, maybe some kid is looking up tonight and wishing upon us. Oh, and how I hope sweet Santa will fly by tonight, because if he does, I'm going to reach right out and hug that big guy. Oh, for the sound of hooves against the steel hull of the ship. Oh, to see the rosy face of Santa in the portal offering me a Coke and a smile. Of course, his face would be rosy because it's a vacuum out there. I mean, Santa's heart would explode, but he won't feel it because his capillaries in his brain would pop like little firecrackers due to the blood boiling away in his face like a pudding in a copper. Oh, the humanity! Oh, his jolly old belly would start bubbling like a roasted marshmallow, eyes closing and popping up. And the reindeer, oh, the reindeer! He's floating like holiday floats in their turn, exploding in a hail of blood and nitrous. Prancer, boom! Dancer, Tom! Hey! 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 Tom! Take it easy. Santa's gonna be okay, buddy. You sure? Yeah, give him a little credit, okay? What a relief. All right, now it's... Here we go. Prancer, boom! Dancer, boom! <laughs> it's okay, buddy. <laughs> that part of just cracks me up. <coughs> Santa, no, he says, Santa's going to be okay, buddy. The capillaries in the spring will be bursting like little firecrackers. And the reindeer. Oh, the reindeer. I mean, I just, I just loved how he, he gradually becomes more and more unhinged as he pictures Santa going through explosive decompression. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As, as you do. Uh... Mike Check Radio does we not got, support um, Santa Claus going through explosive decompression. Oh. 
Well, uh, lucky cat. Her shares her birthday with Pat Buchanan and Scott Walker. Wow. Uh, Hit the jackpot uh, on that one. And uh, let me see. Uh, Heather shares her birthday with Lonnie Anderson and Marine Le Pen. So that's fun. Uh, and Theo is in there in, in the chat. He says, hey, all, uh, my break from holiday gift prep was an unexpected trip to see Nosferatu by F.U. Uh, uh, Murnau in an art house theater with a pipe organ as accompaniment. Creepy but impressive. That that would be a very cool holiday holiday tradition right yeah, there. Yeah, I got to say that that wow. Yeah. I'm oh. Oh. I'm looking at mine. Looks like uh uh James Spader's one of my guys, which is kind of okay. cool. Yeah, oh. yeah. Voice of Ultron, uh, amazing actor. Garth Brooks. <laughs> Eddie Izzard. Hey, I would Eddie. do that. Yeah, Eddie Izzard. Yes, Eddie Izzard makes me happy with that. Yes. I got friends in low places. <laughs> Chris Rock. <laughs> well, okay. This can't be right. Who? Yes, it is. Aston Kutcher. No. Let me see. That can't be right. Uh, what do you mean? I, uh, I'm trying to look. It, it, there's like really a bunch of really. Yeah, it is. Aston Kutcher see. as well. So very cool. Wow. Uh, so yeah, like I said, says Warren G. Harding and James Polk. Uh, I've got Little Richard, Frankie Muniz. Hey, that's cool. Margaret Cho. Let me see here. Oh, Margaret Cho. That's oh, nice. those are all good. Those are yeah. all good. Most of these are football players that I don't know, so I'm just going to gloss over that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it looks like Laura Ingalls Wilder as well is one of mine. Oh, I think you're going to say Laura Ingram. <laughs> no. Little Women. Ah. Little Women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just I mean, no. heard Laura Ames. Little, House on, the, little then... House on the Prairie. Sorry, Little House on the Prairie. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know mm. that. But, uh, wow. So, um, yeah, I don't know who else I share mine with, but it's pretty good. I think maybe Neil Patrick Harris. I don't remember. Um, what about Miles? I haven't looked mine up. Is there a website for that? Yeah, I can I can try real quick. Hold on. June fifteenth, nineteen seventy three, Neil Patrick Harris. He's two years younger than me. Oh, Neil Patrick right. Harris is cool. Yes. Yeah, he is. Uh oh. People use people when I was younger, people used to tell me I look like James Spader. Uh oh. This this might be scary, Miles. <laughs> Hitler! <laughs> uh, almost as bad. It looks like Miles' birthday is the same birthday as Trump's uh, uh, overlord. Oh, Putin? Putin, yeah. Ah. Oh. <laughs> that would explain that things. <laughs> yep, Putin. Oh. Simon. Oh my God, Putin. Simon Cowell and Heinrich Himmler. Wow! wow. <laughs> Holy shit! I share my birthday trick. with I share my birthday with deceased U.S. President Martin Van Buren. Yes, but he also shares it with John Mellencamp and Desmond Tutu. So that that even that evens it out, I think. Yes. Oh, and Ollie North. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, on, 
on the day of my on my birthday in Dece- in on December fifth, sixty three BC, Cicero gave the fourth and final the Catiline orations. Oh, oh sh- yeah, I remember that. Oh no, <laughs> oh no. On December 5th in 1492, Christopher Columbus becomes the first European to set foot on the island of Hispaniola. Oh, boy. Get out of here. Oh, no! I can't be on the show with such people. (laughs) I just... December 5th, 1847, Jefferson Davis is elected to the U.S. Senate. I'm just looking at all these crazy well, people. Well, that- <laughs> I, I hope Miles starts wearing V-neck, uh, black V-neck t-shirts and going around and telling everybody how horrible they sound. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, see. we should go to the break because I got a lot to talk about for my segment. Okay. Oh, Joy Behar as well, Miles. So, so you're, you're redeemed again. Yay. There you go. Uh, yep. Kennedy, hey, do you... End on a positive note. Yes. Do you remember where, where you know, how you sent me the Go Figure jingle? Was it uh, was it Facebook Messenger? I don't know. I'll send it to you again over Skype. Just go to break. All right, Mr. Bossy Pants. Okay. We'll be right back. Uh, <clears throat> I got to do something about this cough, guys. So I'm going to go drink a big glass of... um. Uh, what's it called? Water. Yes, water. As I hot, uh, hot Dr. Pepper. Hot Dr. Pepper. No, not hot. Doc- Where did that come from? I said something that. That was the the Jello show we were we were talking about horrible recipes a while ago and turn up the mic. Ah. Uh, anyway, right. right I'll right, send right. you the file. Muting. I just need. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. When Ramses destroyed Syria, that was an accident. You are a catastrophe! Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
This is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Did you know that you're currently listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio? I did. I know everything. Indie Media Weekly Radio. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Jimmy frogs, flies, locusts, anything but you. Compared to you, the other plagues were a joy. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. What are things... The Rogue DM Michelle Lagan out of Port St. Lucie says every Saturday night at about 5.50 p.m. First up for Alex. Um, that works. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michelle. I don't really think you think that of me. 
You no, probably do, but okay. <laughs> anyway. Also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Legon. Howdy. And finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, the man, the legend, Mr. Kenny Pick. Yeah, that's right. And before I get to my segment, Susan wanted me to mention that in Cleveland, we have something called Krampus of Cleveland um, that takes place uh, at the, um, the Screw Factory in Cleveland. And uh, in different locations, actually, and, and they have is a lot that of a, fun things. Is that a red light district? Where, where, where you can uh, the no, the Screw Factory is not the red light district. Um, that used to be Prospect Avenue, uh, but uh, we really don't have one in uh, like that. It's more of a Craigslist thing now. Um, I'm sorry, behind and, the times uh, is what you're saying. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, the, but, you know, you can go get your picture taken with Krampus. They have, like, a, a market with handmade goods and stuff like that. The black market. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, and it's been going on since 2011. So uh, we've got some Krampus stuff going on in uh, Cleveland every year. That's kind of nifty. You know, I just had Lots of guys thought. dress up like Krampus, too. Lots of creepy Krampuses. Cool. Ooh, that's a, I just have a disturbing thought. Speaking of Lovecraft, what if Krampus is an avatar of Shub-Niggurath, the, the black goat with a thousand young? Uh, could be. Could be. Yep, that'd be interesting. Alright, so Kenny has a, uh, a, 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 a... Oh, I just put it in. I just, I just put it. There it is. Kenny has a go figure segment to round out the show tonight. Here we go. Nico presents the world's greatest superhero collection. Micronauts, made of plastic and die cast metal. The Planet of the Apes action figures. Now the Earthlings at Kenner have asked my associate and me to present the Star Wars collection. Superman with flyaway action. With Kung Fu grip. With bionic grip. Kenner's new Oscar Goldman with exploding briefcase. Except the activator, place Batman on it, and you can send him to the rescue. The Green Arrow, crime fighter from the forest. Iron Man, power personified. And this is Wonder Woman. Thor, using his Viking power against evil. Mr. Spock, the Vulcan, second in command. Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Girl, both have the powers of invisibility. Captain Action. This is a job for the Hulk. And here comes Action Man in the capture copter. New from Kenner. By Mego. Sold separately. All figures sold separately. Each sold separately. By Mego. All Planet of the Apes action figures sold separately. Sold separately. Batteries are not included. May the force be with you and your children. All right, Kenny, take All it right. away. Well, I'm really excited uh, about this segment, and I'm going to try and squeeze in as much information as humanly possible um in the short time we have left because uh this is all about and you heard it in the promo this is about migo um migo corporation um i've talked about this a little bit on the show i recently started collecting you know my childhood favorite toys which are the migo action figures the eight inch action figures highly articulated with cloth clothing and all kinds of crazy fun accessories uh, Migo uh, was founded by, um, I forget his name, but it was Marty Abrams' father who founded it. And they used to basically be just like 
five and dime, like, you know, little chintzy toys, squirt guns and stuff like that. And then when Marty uh, Abrams took over and saw what was going on with G.I. Joe over at Hasbro, he wanted to make something more affordable where you could make like play sets and accessories to, to go, you know, because G.I. Joe was like a 12 inch figure. So they scaled down, basically keeping the same jointed, you know, uh, uh, kind of rubber ba- rubber band holds them together action figures and scaled them down and was arguably the 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 pioneer of licensed merchandise for action figures um, because they did Star Trek, Planet of the Apes, Marvel and DC characters, TV shows like Happy Days, Charlie's Angels. Um, uh, they did. Uh, I talked about it last night on the show. They did Rain's Chair Doll. Um, they did so many different things. They they had their own line, which was called Action Jackson, which was a competitor of G.I. Joe. Uh, another one for girls called Dynamite, uh, which was trying to give Barbie a run for their money, but uh, didn't work. <laughs> um, but the, the company, and I've mentioned this many times before, went out of business in the early 80s because, Miles, there was another licensed toy <laughs> by, uh, by another company that blew them out of the water. Can you take a guess what that was? Um, uh, Star Trek uh, models. Fig, fig, action figures. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. So, yeah. Star Wars decimated, uh, you know, uh, what was Kenner got the license because Mego that was like, nah, we're not going to gamble with this. That we don't know if this is going <laughs> to sell or not. Biggest and, mistake ever. And, well, and to this day, Marty Abrams, you know, he says uh, that's the biggest mistake I ever made. And um, and you know, and, and but it, it, I don't think it would have worked for the the eight inch figures. Uh, it might have, it could have, but uh, they actually Mego actually did have the uh, a small what like the what. Three, three inch, four inch action figure, whatever size that is. Um, they had small, like uh, they they did the Pocket Heroes, which were uh, Marvel and DC characters. They also, um, you know, with the success of Star Trek or Star Wars uh, action figures, they actually did Star Trek the motion picture action figures. Um, in the same scale, they did the Buck Rogers TV show action figures in scale, and a bunch of other things too. Uh, they did little Dukes of Hazards figures, um, but the company folded, and it's since uh, and and I started recollecting these things in uh, the spring, uh, late this spring, early this summer, and then I find out the company's coming back with new licensed figures, and uh, they have done such a good job, um, and they are Target exclusives. And they've done. Um, I let me pull up the picture here. Um, they've done characters from Cheers, from The Facts of Life, from Charlie's Angels, from Happy Days. Again, a lot of them. They're they're doing figures again. They they did uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley from Kiss. They did three characters from Married with Children. They did three of the characters from Facts of Life. They did the uh, sisters from Charmed. Uh, I think they were sisters. I'm not sure. Paige, Phoebe, and Prue. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, they did uh, Greg, Marsha, and um, Alice from the Brady Bunch. I sent Francie a, an Alice figure uh, a while back. 
they did. They finally did an accurate Gorn from Star Trek uh, uh, figure, which looks great, and a Romulan. Oh, and the in the Romulan, actually, they did a Romulan back in the day, I think. Uh, but they did a new Kirk, a new Spock. Uh, they did Chekhov and Sulu, which they ha- didn't do in the seventies. Um, and uh, the the new Kirk is great because he's got the green kind of casual like V-neck shirt on with the insignia like down down low on it, uh, which I love. It, that was like one of the most sought after figures in this collection. They did uh, Bella Lugosi, Dracula, uh, uh, Lon Chaney Jr., Frankenstein, and Werewolf. Uh, yeah, they those, redid... those are the ones I'm jealous about. Yes. Oh, well, I might be able to help you down the road. So <laughs> I might have some extras. <laughs> um, uh, Bella might be a little bit hard, harder, but, uh, but I definitely could get you a Frankenstein and a Wolfman. Um, but, uh, they, they redid Wizard of Oz characters because we have, Susan and I have the, the seventies Mego Wizard of Oz with the boxes and the Emerald City playset. I'm such a nerd. Um, uh, they did other stuff, which I would, oh, they did Bewitched, uh, they did Sam and Dora and Serena and the Andorra and Serena figures look great. Um, they did, uh, the Mirror Universe, two, two, uh, sets, uh, they did, a Kirk and Spock mirror mirror set, which is Spock with the goatee, evil Spock and evil Kirk. Right. Um, and they did another one with Ahura and Sulu from Mirror Mirror. And the Sulu one looks great because he has the scarring on his face and everything. Um, they also did a line of 14-inch DC Comics characters, including Superman, Batman, Batgirl, Lex Luthor, Green Arrow, Flash, Poison Ivy, Joker, Wonder Woman, uh, and a, a Harley Quinn, and... Uh, I forget who the other one was. Um, and, and they have just done a magnificent job with these figures. They're, they're better than ever. The, the quality of them is incredible. The price points on them is great. Uh, Target has been selling the 8-inch figures for like $12.99. Plus, they did a buy, buy two, get one free promo. And then they also cut the prices on some down to $7. So I not only bought some for me... But I bought a lot for Toys for Tots this year. Um, and not only that, but when they would go on sale uh, and um, I would buy extras because there are people in, in a group that I belong co- to called the Mego Ambassadors Group. Either I would go into the stores locally or go online and see that they'd have a limited quantity remaining. And I would I'd scoop up what I could and I would sell at cost to other members of the group. You know, because there were all these scalpers on eBay who were selling them for like three, four, five, six times the the, the price. Um, yeah. So I was, you know, so I helped out fellow users, uh, um, and uh, and also in this Mego Ambassadors group, I've done. Um, I actually entered two contests. I mentioned this last night on the sh- on Turn Up the Night, but in the first contest, I won a bron- the bronze prize, which was basically just showing proofs of purchase and stuff like that from like a, a, a two week window and I ended up winning an autographed uh, t-shirt and hat autographed by Marty Abrams uh, with the Mego Cor- uh, Corporation logo on them, which I'm very excited about. And, uh, and then I won the gold um, prize because they, this, this year or the second challenge was 
to make videos and make them holiday themed. So Susan and I crafted a bunch of little like felt Santa hats and things like that and scarves and got a mini Christmas tree and decorated it with different like Mego accessories and stuff. Um, and uh, we made these three different videos, one using our Star Trek playset, one using our Wizard of Oz playset, and one using the Mad uh, the Mad, Mego Mad Monsters Castle playset. Um, and I know this sounds super dorky. I know everybody, but, um, but, uh, I, yeah, so I won the gold, gold, um, prize this time around and I got to pick five free figures from the most, uh, recent wave of figures released. So I basically ended up just getting doubles of stuff I already had. I was hoping I could get figures from the fourth wave that's going to come out, but it didn't happen. So anyway, I'm getting to a, a bigger point here. Um, and, but I want to, the, the, the Mego ambassadors group on Facebook is really cool. Uh, I, I mean, I will say this, that I have gone through and I've blocked people who are just me, a mean to other people, because there are people who would like buy like 20 of something that was hard to get on, on the target website. And they'd post pictures and be like, ha ha, look what I bought, you know, and all these people who couldn't get them were, were freaking out. And, you know, there's like two, there's two factions that I can't stand. It's the people who whine like all the time and say, there ought to be a limit and you shouldn't, this shouldn't be allowed and you should be kicked off this page if you buy, you know, too many, you know, like who's going to set the limit on what's too many. And then there's the people who are just outright dicks and rub people's noses in it who might not be able to afford buying that many or, or just like, you know, buying every last one that's in stock, whatever. You know, the two extreme factions I can live without. So I go through and I block people. And I also block people who talk about Trump. <laughs> uh, Smart policy because decision. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. They love to let their MAGA caps fly no matter where they go, and they ruin everything. So, so yeah, I block Trump cultists in there. And, um, and, you know, and I try to be as helpful as I can. And I don't bring up politics or anything. And I've made a few friends, actually, from the groups uh, group. And I'm really excited about uh, – I met a guy uh, whose name is Keith, and we became fast friends. He lives in Columbus, and we got a lot of stuff in common. He's a liberal. He, he loves me, go. Um, and, uh, and it's really cool because we, we talk all the time, and, you know, and we, we help each other out too. I like uh, – he couldn't find the one Charlie's Angels figure – and I posted a picture of figures that I bought, and and I I had the the one Charlie's Angels figure, and he was like, oh man, I'm dying to get her, and I was like, it's like man, she, you know, this isn't a character that means that that much to me. I just, you know, and I said I'll take a chance on getting it another time. I'll I'll just sell it to you at cost, you know, and um, you know, and I cut him a deal and shipped it to him, and you know, we became fast friends, and he looks out for me, I look out for him, and um, and it turns out. Next year on my birthday weekend, this is also serendipitous, um, the Mego meet is happening in Columbus, Ohio. So Susan and I are going to go meet uh, uh, Keith and his husband at the Mego meet next year. And it's, it's really exciting. I that, bet you, you can't know, say I, Mego I, meet five times fast. Um, I'm not going to try. But uh, mm. but yeah, so so I'm really excited that I, that I made a friend who you know is a decent you know person. He's a liberal. He's you know uh, uh, has 
a deep abiding love for Migo, uh, as do I. And uh, and we're going to hang out next year at the Migo meet. And I'll wear that autographed shirt with another shirt underneath it. <laughs> Hopefully I don't sweat through it because I don't want to wash out that autograph, you know. Um, uh, but, yeah, so I think what I'm going to do going forward is I'm going to give uh, individual reviews of, like, sets of figures that came out from Waves 1, 2, and 3. Um, and as the new ones come out, I'll, I'll give reviews on those as well. But um, in, uh, I, hopefully, uh, I, I, he, I don't know if he's listening or not, but Trojan Rabbit, um, in his prize package that for, for him winning on uh, what the hell is that fucking price, um, I threw in one of the Spock figures for him, too. Spock! Um, the Spock ones look, yeah. Oh, very cool. I asked him during his show, I was like, are you more of a Kirk guy or a Spock guy? And he said, Spock guy. And so I was like, all right. So, cause I had extras of both. And, uh, cause when they were buy two, get one free, I was like, and, tw- and on sale for 1299, I was like, that's seriously today in the seventies, it was more expensive. Like if you, if you consider what a dollar was worth then versus now the figures back then were like cost like three times as much as today. Which is crazy, wow. um, so uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about this. Uh, I'm I'm a little sad because there were uh, a couple things that uh, oh, and Pride Week we, weekend is going on on uh, my birthday weekend as well. There we go. So hopefully we'll be able to meet up with Cat when we go that weekend as well. Um, but uh, so. Um, there were a couple disappointments with the Mego thing um, because there was supposed to be a two-pack um, of Blade Runner, Decker, and Roy, and they had licensing issues, and they never came out. I'm so bummed about that. Uh-oh. But we did get a Full House DJ and Stephanie Tanner box set. <laughs> So I didn't buy that. <laughs> I don't do full house. I'm sorry. Um, and and uh, we also had another disappointment that we were supposed to get a Pinky Tuscadero figure from Happy Days, but instead we got Chachi. And guess what? I didn't buy. <laughs> there, if there is the fucking slightest chance that Scott Bayo might get any of my money, I'm not going to do it. I'll buy extra George Takei figures before I do that. Um, oh my! So, oh yeah, yeah. I, and I do have, uh, I do have uh, a, a few Sulus. Uh, I, I have mul- multiples of the Star Trek ones because those were the first toys I vividly remember getting as a child that I was so excited about. Was I got the Kirk and Spock Migos in the seventies. Um, and that kind of started my obsession with the toy line because I'd go on to, you know, but the thing is, I, I never, I didn't, I don't have anything left from my childhood because they disintegrated, you know, I mean, I played with them so much. They, they were held together by elastic or rubber bands on the inside. And when those broke, I didn't know how to fix them, you know? And, you know, they also had like, you know, uh, the the badges on the Star Trek uniforms were made out of stickers, and you think those lasted long on top oh, of oh right, you know, and like the Superman and Batman chest lo- logos, those were stickers too. And of course, you're a kid and you're curious, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna peel it back a little bit, and then it curls, and then it just ends up falling off and gets covered with you know dust and won't go back on. 
But you know, uh, through th- throughout my childhood, I collected these things in various different ways by buying them new or having my parents get them for me. I when I shattered my elbow as a child, my parents brought me the Superman one um, when I was like seven years old in the hospital. Um, I remember throwing a fit in a five and dime until my mom bought me the Captain America one. Um, and, uh, and then I, I remember spending my allowance. I bought the fantastic four and like Spider-Man and green arrow and stuff like that from a neighbor kid who was like, Oh, I don't want these anymore. You know, he just was like all star Wars. And I was like, and I think I spent $7. I gave him like a dollar a piece for him back in the day. And, um, and I remember finding Cornelius at a flea market from Planet of the Apes. And I think I had um, Dr. Zayas, too. I was waiting for Adam to see, see if he was going to do it. Do what? Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Oh, Zayas, Dr. no. I didn't think about that. So, uh, what? What? I, I'm awake, I swear. I a, so I had a lot of these as a kid. And I got to say, I, I mean... This is kind of like Migo is almost kind of like really kind of rekindling uh, a lot of good feelings around the holidays, too. Because, again, one of my early earliest Christmas memories was getting those Kirk and Spock figures. And it was funny because it was the last present I opened. I don't know if I'm sure your your parents probably did something similar uh, when you were kids. But, you know, you open up everything and you're kind of like, but I thought I was going to get this. <laughs> and they're like, oh, wait a minute. What's this over here? You know? And, uh, okay. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. No, my parents were just, yeah, not that creative. So it, it kind of like, you know, in a Christmas story, they, they, they did that too. And that's why, that's one of the reasons I love that movie so much is, because he opens everything and he doesn't get the Red Rider BB gun until his dad pulls it out from behind the couch or whatever. So, uh, so you know that that's uh, so yeah. So I I, I want to just say that you know I'm really happy that this brand has come back. I'm very excited on where it's going down the road. And for collectors, I mean, I don't think you could ask for a cooler kind of line of of figures that are. You know, I know people really like the Funko Pop and the real stylized kind of thing like that. Um, but I, I always kind of like the things that are a little more realistic. And I love the idea that they're more like dolls than action figures and they actually yes. have clothing. Um, and, you know, and, and also, um, as Michelle definitely knows, I've been customizing a lot of figures, too. And... Um, and having the access to superior body, uh, not uh, the sculpt is exactly the same on the on the on the male and female bodies. Um, you know, there there's like four body types, and that's it for the eight inch figures. Um, and and having access to newer bodies I- instead of having to you know go with like bad knockoffs from you know. Um, uh, there's a couple different websites that sell Mego knockoff bodies, but the plastic on these is more superior. The, the assembly is superior. Um, and, uh, so having access to, to this resource to make customs is really kind of, uh, you know, invaluable. So, you know, you buy the, so I bought like, you know, like I said, the extra Star Trek, uh, characters and, <laughs> 
what w- what was really funny about this is some some of the figures they're allowed to use the likeness of the actors like the cheers ones look like the characters from characters from cheers the married with children ones kind of look like basic facsimiles so what they did is they went through uh there's a bunch of different artists who have done a bunch of different head sculpts and they and that's another cool thing too is they give credit to the artists who sculpted the heads uh on a lot of these on the back if it's a new sculpt so um with um the uh al bundy figure (laughs) um the the head on that was uh actually an older sculpt that um for that somebody did for i don't know if anybody knows who lieutenant leslie is from star trek but he was he was like uh, in like 50 episodes of star trek as lieutenant leslie he's kind of the unsung you know guy he he was like part of security he was a helmsman you know but um i I forget the actor's name who played him but um but basically they they made the hal bundy figure with the lieutenant leslie head so all of us that that actually was a custom that somebody just made so they, they actually are giving money to people who made these custom heads and are mass producing them so all of us nerds who immediately recognize this as the lieutenant leslie head sculpt are like Okay, let's go to Dr. Migo and order the red Star Trek uniform. Because <laughs> we're going to, you know, so basically we turned our Al Bundys into Lieutenant Leslie, and now we have an extra character for the bridge. <laughs> so, um, so that's, that's cool. uh, that. Yeah, the little, little Christmas video you did of the Star Trek one was amazing. I really, you know, okay. you guys really put a lot of nice detail into it, and I really got a good chuckle out of it. Thank you. Yes, I had a lot of fun. That that was the best of of all of them because I had a lots of lot of puns in there, um, with you know the wreath of Khan, of course, because I have the EMCE. EMCE is a company who did Mego figures, and it was a company founded by this guy Doctor Mego, and he did kind of and basically EMCE was kind of like the the beginning of the rebirth of Mego and EMCE basically is a phonetic spelling of MC Mego Corporation. <laughs> so, uh, so they, they put out, you know, several figures and I bought the con figure and it's not con like from the wrath of con, but it looks like Ricardo Montalban in the original series with like the red jumpsuit and everything. So yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. I did that and I did, um, Scotty gifting green and red tribbles to the Klingon, Klingon and Romulan empires, and Kirk with a Spock beard in his uh, in his chair with uh, Uhura on his knee and a and an Andorian elf. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, I've talked about this enough. But yeah, I, I will be reviewing other figures from from this down the road and give you updates. And uh, yeah, but it's fun. I've, I've had a lot of fun being Amigo ambassador and trying to help people, and being you know just being a decent person in a community of uh, like-minded individuals. And that's it. Cool. Excuse me. And I'm a gold winner. You're always a winner with me in my book, Kenny. Hey, <laughs> what are you sending me in the mail? Um. Oh. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Kidding. 
Uh, well, that's it. Time's up. No time to tell Kenny what I'm sending him in the mail. Darn it. Parting shots. Uh, oh, sure. M- Michelle, what do you got for us? Uh, I'm good. Just everybody, please be safe out there. And um, looking forward to a bright and shining new year. <laughs> but that bright and shiny new year will become dismal once Christmas rears its ugly head again. All right, Miles. Uh, are we are we having a show next Saturday? Uh, I'm off next Saturday, so yes. Fair enough. So that'll be the last show of the year. Very good. Um, yeah, just uh, have a safe weekend, everybody. Try not to uh, get uh, you know uh, seventeen federal investigations into whatever you're doing. Well, I only I have the twelve. Shit. I'm, I'm behind. You're what? What's wrong? I've only got the 12 federal investigations. 12? Oh, well, you're slacking. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't know. Just be safe out there, you know? Uh, you know, the roads the roads and the stores are crazy, so, you know. Just I, be safe. A, we're going to find that out the hard way tomorrow night. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's all I got. All right. <clears throat> Kenny. Um, I talked a lot, so I'll just wish everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, uh, happy Festivus, whatever you're doing. Uh, be good to one another. Uh, try and find joy where you where you can, and um, me go forever. All right. Uh, midnight Sun tonight for two uh, for at least two hours. You will not hear a single. Note of Christmas music. I think we'll make that an annual tradition. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I think everyone's going to be here, right? Kenny? I I might not, because we're rescheduling my Christmas. Because we're not going anywhere on Christmas Day. We're going instead to see my mom and my dad next Saturday. But... Um, I will try, but there's no guarantee. I well, we'll see what happens. You know, it's going to be a slow news week, so uh, I don't know if it's looking really, <laughs> really. <laughs> I, I will. We'll, we're probably going to try and leave there around seven o'clock, something like that, and it's an hour and a half drive. So I'll basically tell you that I'll be on the show as soon as I can be. Well, I mean, you don't have to rush on my account. Well, no, that's what time we want to come home. So, you know, like I said, unless we decide to spend the night, and then I could probably do it from my phone. So, we'll see. Well, make sure to give Ken Senior my my regards. Yep. And Mama Pick, of course, as well. Well, I guess she's not Mama Pick anymore. Oh, yeah. Buchanan. Oh. Right, right. All right, uh, so that's it for us tonight. Everyone have a great week. Merry Christmas, I guess. We'll be back next week. Time for go to bed. Night is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Worm. Push the button, Frank. Get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Listen to me!
for your attendance. Okay, who's next, Tom? Uh, my turn. Okay. okay. Thank you, Mr. Dole. <clears throat> okay, my essay is entitled A Child's Christmas in Space. Uh, let me set the mood here. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. There. <sighs> it's quiet in the cold of our own little orbit, starless and Bible black. And as I look down on the big blue bean we would call home, I think it's so near, yet... <sighs> Oh, I wish on that star, and I hope that in a little snow-covered house with a warm hearth and a loving family, maybe some kid is looking up tonight and wishing upon us. <gasps> oh, and how I hope sweet Santa will fly by tonight, because if he does, I'm going to reach right out and hug that big guy. Oh, for the sound of hooves against the steel hull of the ship. Oh, to see the rosy face of Santa in the portal offering me a Coke and a smile. Of course, his face would be rosy because it's a vacuum out there. I mean, Santa's heart would explode, but he won't feel it because his capillaries in his brain would pop like little Tom? firecrackers due to the blood boiling away in his face like a pudding in a copper. Oh, the humanity! Save oh, his jolly old belly would start bubbling like a roasted Tom? marshmallow, eyes closing and popping up. And the reindeer, oh, the reindeer! Tom? He's floating like holiday floats in their turn, exploding with a hail of blood and entrails. Prancer, boom! Dancer, Tom! Tom! Go hey, hey, oh, oh, hey! Tom! Take it easy. Santa's gonna be okay, buddy. You sure? Yeah, give him a little credit, okay? Oh, what a relief. All right, now it's my Still turn. Good. I want to...